Morian, the undead king, remains locked in his prison tower below the city of Tullus. Our heroes braved the massive graveyard known as the Necropolis, entered a mausoleum, and disrupted the magic around a Lacian gate. With the gate now secure, Morian's efforts to return to the city have been badly hindered. Fighting undead, being whisked away to a realm of dark, grinding chains, and sealing the gate, the heroes performed admirably. Except for breaking the one rule of the necropolis, <laughs> never remain there after dark. As the sun set, an undead champion appeared and attacked the party with deadly speed. Huge skeletons and waves of undead swarmed the mausoleum. With the blinding magic from the locket given by the elven lady Glenarin, the heroes fled to safety. New quests to help change a political vote that would kick goblin kind out of the city and a task to take back an old manor await our heroes. Our puck wants to finish uh, binding that uh, gem of healing to uh, the sword. Okay. I never did that. Like, sure. This is going back like a ways. Yeah. So I believe because of Avius, I had a, uh, a roll with advantage. Yeah. You can, you don't have time to do, I mean, if you want, you have to take time to do that. It's 11 in the morning. You've just had your conversations and the quest from our previous Oh, session. okay, cool. I'll do it later uh, then. Yeah, so downtime. Yep. Yeah, which we've had very little of. I think we had decided last time that the most uh, urgent thing is the political vote. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go to the Mason's Guild or the Jewelers, both Mason Guild and the Jewelers Guild. So we're going to go rough up some merchants. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully not. Hopefully the charm. Ooh, so well, rough them up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's, let's go to the Mason's Guild. Talk to John Mayer. That's the plan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Mason's Guild. Group heads off. You head toward the uh, <clears throat> guild district uh, in the southern part of the city, I believe, the Guildsman District. This district has uh, a bunch of cheap houses that are crammed together of hardworking blue-collar type folk. Lots of bad smells of tanner shops and uh, leatherworking shops. Uh, there's a huge garbage heap uh, in one corner of this district. A factory uh, stuff, warehouse stuff, and a bunch of guild halls. So it has a very utilitarian commercial style uh, sense about it. There aren't quaint little markets. It's wagons with tons of bulk goods going back and forth. A lot of communication and yelling and cranes, wooden cranes with pulleys moving goods back and forth. There are a bunch of guards at different buildings protecting various assets but most of it's just blue collar guys who really don't like the looks of you guys. Uh, they give you glares, they watch you, everyone stops and kind of watches you go by, see if you're gonna come uh, mess with their particular business or what have you. It's not necessarily like a welcoming environment. You have this frilly halfling rill with a loot, you're just going la la la, I mean you don't fit in with these brusque union type guys. <laughs> battle march. <laughs> la 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 la. You got this weird robed wizard whose thighs keep coming out of his robe. I mean, he just, it's not a match. Mm, big, strong, meaty thighs. <laughs> Made in heaven. <laughs> and the one who gets the most looks of all and sneers is, of course, our beloved Puck. Yeah. The constant racism towards him. Uh, it's more evident here than you've seen before. Nothing overtly, anyone's <laughs> saying anything, but you can just see him watching you. And they see you've also got weapons, so they don't cause too much trouble. 
and you make your way uh, towards a, a guild house you've been pointed nearby. When Puck, you are accosted. You are pulled out from the rear of your party by a man and pulled somewhat off of the road, not into an alley, but in towards in between some little stalls where some small merchants were set up. And there's a guy there who's got a hat with a feather in it, and he's got a, a, a beard and a weird pinkish colored shirt on, which you don't see much, let alone in this district. And he says, hey, welcome, welcome, friend. I'm Raleigh. You look like you could use some magic. What do you say? Raleigh's got whatever you need. He pulls you over towards his cart. What, um, what, what do you have, Raleigh? I've got lots of magic wood. Would you like a magic that could help a fair goblin maiden fall in love? Goblins fall in love, right? I've yeah. got magic for that. No, I, th I think I'm all right. What about a magic that could make your mightiest steed run twice as fast all night long? Fast. You could travel across the countryside and back before anyone knew you were gone. I don't, I don't think that's real magic. No, it's quite... I have a powder here. Sprinkle it lightly across your head. You can fly, my friend. That fly, Raleigh says. I know a little bit about magic, Raleigh, and... Uh... I'll even give you a taste. And he gets out this little bag and starts getting out some glitter-like powder. Can you, um, how about, how about you Come take, here how about you take the taste? He throws some of the stuff at your head, which, uh, hits you in glitter the forehead. Glitter bombs, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> glitter splatters you across the face. And, uh, you can make a wisdom saving throw, or you can let his flying magic just affect you. Uh, nope. Okay. A 22. <laughs> I I don't know what's wrong. It normally works. Don't hold, hold do still. That I'll do it again. again. Don't <laughs> do more. it again. He stops. Friend, this can make you fly. I don't need to fly. Can you imagine a flying goblin? No, I don't. I don't like to fly. I like my feet on the ground. All right. What about this? How about swimming? How about? <laughs> No swimming. He either. literally says that. What about this? This will give you gills like a fish. No, who wants to get in filthy water? Can you water? imagine transferring your body a bit into that of a fish? Uh, fe fella, I think uh, I appreciate what you're trying to do here. Some but gill powder for the goblin. You Everyone, throw that at close, me. You close. throw that at me, and I'm pulling my sword out. Uh, a small crowd of three people, plus as many of your friends, can join this. Uh, get together. He's trying to do one of those uh, Ron Popeil type Costco. Everyone come together and look at what I'm selling. Moments. I'll have two. Uh, yeah, come gather. What look. Are you, what are look you at doing, the magical Puck? goblin, everyone. Look at the magical goblin, fella. Don't do this. He comes in close. He says, "Look, look. Just go with it. I need some help here. This we can as make some As long as I don't have to touch water. No, you won't have to touch any water." And he gets some pinkish goo and he squirts it in his hand and starts rubbing it together. Now everyone watch close and this goblin will be able to breathe water. Uh, you elf, bring that big bucket over here. Now goblin, come here. And he starts rubbing you the sides of your neck and rubbing and if rubbing. If you splash me with water, I am going to chop one of your arms says, off. No, 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 you'll, you'll, you you'll be fine. You touch me with water. He says, now look, and he takes his hands off and you can see on Puck's hit Puck's left neck, little separations in the skin start to appear and they get a little red, they look inflamed, but then they look a little scaly and you have three little gill slits that are opening and closing with your breath. Seems he doesn't like water. 
Has <clears throat> this always been the case? Uh, yeah. Yep. He says, look he like the, the other one will come in later on, but that one should be good enough. Now, our good friend, the goblin here, what's your name? Puck. Puck the, Puck the Wonder Magic Goblin with Raleigh's magic potion will be able to dunk his head in and hold his breath. How long do you think he can hold it for? 20 seconds? 30 seconds? No, I say three minutes easy. Go ahead. Someone uh, knocks the water bucket over. Oh, that's exactly what... <laughs> no! My friend! Why did you do that? I don't think you understand our goblin's aversion to water. No water, sir. What magic might you be interested in then? I I have so much to sell. What would get rid? What kind of magic would get rid of you? Oh, invisibility then! <laughs> he says, "Well, apparently magic doesn't suit goblins at all. How about uh, how about you, sir?" Pointing to the halfling bard. Oh yes. I love magic. Would you like to experience some magic? Some I magic and showmanship? <laughs> no, 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 wait. The bucket is empty. Hold. Hold. I got excited. Now, we have a a, a stout a halfling here. Good size, good strong nature, but a, a halfling, I'm sure, would love to see the world from a different height. And he uh, takes a potion. And it's a small, thin vial, and there's some weird glittery stuff at the bottom of this clear liquid. And you just start shaking it and shaking it like Italian dressing. He pulls out the stopper and says, uh, here, drink this, drink this. And he's trying to force it down your mouth. Um, okay. <laughs> and drinks you drink it. it. He does. You start to feel strange and tingling sensations, and then your right foot starts to grow. And your right leg starts to grow. We did get some of this for Olgrim. <laughs> <laughs> your stump grows. What? No. Your left leg starts to grow, and you, you, and you start gaining an inch and an inch. But what's we, happening? Your clothes are not growing with you, so you're oh. kind of hulking, and your sheer boot starts to split, and you hear this tearing type noise. <laughs> You got those Hulk torn pants are starting to split and you hear this ripping, but you are getting bigger. Your muscles are you're not getting bulky or anything, but you're just getting taller and taller. What's your normal height? Like three feet, three, four three feet? Foot. I'm okay. a little bit taller than then Puck. You start growing and growing. And after maybe 15 seconds, Puck is the height of Elmon. You're eye to eye with Elmon. There's one. Real, real, real is the height of Elmon. Real is the height. Yeah, sorry. Real is the height of Elmon. Uh, and you are looking at him eye to eye. Your shirt is clinging to you <gasps> like a Chris Farley sketch, and your <laughs> pants have been ripped uh, up to your thighs. Your My clothes! Your boots are sticking out, but he says, Behold, the giant little halfling! Now, who here would pay 15 gold for such a luxury? I have three! My clothes! <laughs> you, sir! What are you going to do about my clothes? Well, ignoring real pointing to you, Elmon. Uh, Elmon's just been making sure, like, like that nobody's, like, trying to pickpocket us or anything. While my penis? No, my yeah. penis is great. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will keep the post. Yeah. <laughs> hey, instantly gold clatters at this guy's feet. <laughs> Halfling nothing. Three, you said? <laughs> it's a fulling. <laughs> Warning, if halfling condition persists for more than four hours, you can sell it to the cleric. Uh, <laughs> 
Elmon, he's the only one I think. Well, and, and you, sir? Uh, Avius Katorum, yes. Yes. Uh, and you are? I am Rowley. R Rowley? Magician extraordinaire. I know exactly what you need. A little hair where you used to have some but might be gone? I can replace it. No, I can I, give I you tufts of hair I, where you need it most. I, I never had hair there to begin with. Oh, <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> Here, let me take a look and that, that, as that. you bend over. Uh, Avia spins over. All right, he starts touching little scuff. Yes, I can certainly help with oh, that. that I, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, that's that's paltry little parlor tricks, really. Rill is trying to uh, go through his cart for clothing. Okay. Just grabbing stuff, throwing it on. Okay. I don't I don't think you Behold have Behold the giant before you. <laughs> this is no parlor trick. This is not mirrors or illusions. This is real. Yes, real, this is real. real. <laughs> <laughs> You've met, I see. <laughs> but here, no, seriously, eat these three berries, and you will have lush hair like you haven't had since you were a young Strapping man. I've I've never been young and strapping. Uh, I was born 104. <laughs> you should have seen my mother. <laughs> he gives you uh, three purple berries and says, "I have a bushel of these. You can have them for only sixty gold, and you get the first three completely free." No, no. Come back, I guarantee you, good sir. Uh, Raleigh has everything. Raleigh knows all. Um, I have it. Really? Uh, crackers? Uh, yes, crackers. Um, no crackers. Oh well, then I'm not interested. I, I will. I'll. I, I will take one. <laughs> <laughs> I will take a potion of uh, fifteen gold. You're taking a growth potion. Uh, growth potion. Yes. All right. You have a growth potion for fifteen gold. Your current growth potion effect has not worn off. <laughs> Cursed growth. <laughs> <laughs> it will never be the same again. Uh, I, what's, uh, show me your list. What other kinds of items do you have and what do they do? I have a potion that can turn a normal animal into a ferocious beast. Perhaps you'd like to turn little kitty into a home defender? Mm, no, I have one of those. Uh, what else? I have a, a device that lets you scale a wall with ease. It looks like a simple piece of wood with rope, but with a simple word, it can turn into a ladder. Um, uh, what else? I, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the giant growing potions? Gills? I have no need for these things, uh, uh, but I have I have one last thing. Yes. For the discerning customer, come here, come here. Okay. Raleigh has something just for you. <laughs> Clearance bin. He, <laughs> he brings you over. It's a bunch of DVDs. No. Um. <laughs> brings you over and opens up a box and there's a little pouch. He says, "I have dust of invisibility here. Quite powerful." Uh. <laughs> So, uh, how, how, how many doses uh, does this pouch contain? It has three doses. I'm afraid I cannot give these out for free. Each dose is 30 gold. And uh, what's the, uh, how long does each last? It lasts a few minutes unless you do anything out of the ordinary, anything loud, anything aggressive, or if you open your eyes. 
<laughs> oh, oh. Uh, no, no, never mind. Come back again, sir. I'm sure we'll have more the next time we meet. Uh, oh, yes, uh, maybe. What What about you, Elvin, sir? What can Raleigh Elmond do just for shakes you? His head. No. <laughs> The crowd, the other two people that came walking Raleigh, by, they're not interested, and they walk away. What are you, what is it we can do for you? you can does buy- this wear off? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure at some point it does. I, I, you can buy some of my excellent goods. I am always here to, uh, Where do you, uh, procure your goods? I'm afraid I must keep that secret to myself. There has to be something I can do for the likes of you. What if I commission you uh, to do something for me? What do you have in mind? I'm in the market for some magical uh, bracers of of shielding. I think I can maybe get my hands on something like that, yes. Okay. Um, Where can I find you? The Middle Hawks. <clears throat> where is that? Tell him where we live. I don't know the place. Uh, never mind then. Oh, I'm here. I'm here in the Gilsman district all the time. Then we shall find you. Uh, how about um, next Tuesday? Of course. Very good. Everyone knows Tuesday's Bracer Day. <laughs> <laughs> Why, just down the street, there's a shop. <laughs> Someone just bought my last one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe you get a little of that invisible potion. Uh, that, but it, it doesn't work if you open your eyes, Puck. Mm. That's just maybe seems... you have a little goblin friend walk in and distract the the shopkeeper. Uh, you're welcome to buy some there. No, no, no. <coughs> I, I have, I have ways to uh, invisible myself uh, without a potion. Oh, that's technical speak. <laughs> Well, uh, hey, hey, Raleigh, Raleigh, roly-poly, how do I get this damned, uh, gill off my neck? Oh, I oh, have- I get small again! I have a magic canceling potion, only 40 gold. <laughs> Jesus. I'll cut it off for free. <laughs> I've seen your work with the sword, no thanks. Hey, so, but don't worry, friend, it'll go away in a few days, you'll be good as new. If- Puck does not seem amused. Mm, no. What about my friend here? Uh, the giant halfling? <laughs> yeah. A fooling. He'll <laughs> he'll be he'll be right as rain in a few moments, I'm sure. <laughs> what if he's not? Um uh, if 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 you bought some, yes sir, uh money back guarantee. <clears throat> Would that canceling powder work on him as well? Of course. <laughs> 40 gold seems a little steep since you forced this on both of us. Oh, it's the market rate, I assure you. Mm, not today it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make a persuasion roll or an intimidation roll? Yeah. Uh, what do you want to do, Gilly? I'll make a thorn whip <laughs> roll. <laughs> uh, I'll do intimidation. All right. Uh, a, uh, an eight. Uh, he didn't do good, but he got a ten. He's like, nope, nope, sorry, friend. Forty gold. I can't part with it for less than that. You want to pay some gold, or are you getting done with this? I'm done for now. All right. <laughs> the group heads off. 
you arrive at a mason's <clears throat> guild. It has the words on a sign outside. It is a huge guild house of three stories. It is obviously made of stone, good solid construction. There are uh, a bunch of uh, cut stone that are being unloaded from a warehouse type section attached to it by a bunch of guys. And they all kind of watch you concerned as you uh, come in. Avius um, takes a close eye at the, at the guild uh, symbol. At okay. There. Uh, it's coat of arms or what? It's uh, it's a uh, what is it? That mallet type stone mallet type thing with a little chisel type sign. That's all it is. So, okay. uh, illiterate people can easily see it. Avius, but what if I drink the other one? Oh, real? Oh God, I'm liking the view from up here. Uh, Elmon, you've been fairly fairly perceptive. Go ahead and make a make an investigation <laughs> roll. Actually, already seventeen. That's not too bad for what I had in mind. You do notice, you believe, in the time of the conversation with Raleigh, in the time a few minutes it took you to walk here, that Rill has gotten just a little bit bigger. <laughs> All right, I don't mention that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did Rill find any clothes? But I, I stole some from the wagon, but... At some point, I'm going to realize this. You have found a, uh, all you were able to steal was a, a long uh, cloak. So you got yourself wrapped up around <laughs> in that. <laughs> Flasher. <laughs> all right. I, I do keep an eye on it, but. Is it a Holocaust I, like, cloak? <laughs> you know, I feel hot. <laughs> I feel like I'm not sure whether I, I'm, I'm imagining it or not. All right. at this point, I am so. the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> There will be no survivors. <laughs> <laughs> you enter the Mason's Guild, and like a <coughs> bad Wild West town, it's some tables, some guys smoking and chatting and drinking in this little hall right inside. There's about six of them, and it goes deathly quiet as soon as you step in and drinks stop, some fork hits the table, and everyone just turns and looks at these armed, weird strangers, particularly this tall, weird-shaped head. Like, you're not a normal human halfling, you know, Ty. You're not a human. You're a halfling-headed, tall, like this halfling head on, like, stilts <clears throat> sticking out of this cloak. He looks like a giant baby. Walking, yeah, slightly <laughs> awkward because you can't quite get used to the body yet. And then you've got this goblin just uh, trying to pretend to hold one side of his neck covered as well. It's a little odd situation. How many How many guests, how many people are in there? Six. Is there like oh. a bar? Are they buying drinks or are they just like brought their own? Uh, you don't see a bar. Um, you do see several doors out of here and just all six of them are kind of looking at you. A bearded guy says... What the hell do you want? Um, I came here to find, uh, um, <clears throat> uh, Jalmer. Is he around? I say again, what the hell do you want? I have some business with Jalmer. He stands up and comes over. The other, uh, three other guys, four in total, uh, scoot out their tables. It's that quiet scooting wooden sound on the floor. And Elmon just casually puts his hand on the pommel of his sword. <laughs> just, you know, just like, just 
maybe it's just a nice place to rest his hand sort of thing. Okay. The, the player piano in the background slows a bit. A couple flat keys play out. <laughs> the bartender quickly closes shop and goes in the back. Uh, Elmon, make an intimidation roll. Uh, da, 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 13. 13, all right. <laughs> you drop your sword. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <clears throat> I was told, I was told, uh, Jean-Marc could help me, um, procure some, some rare stone. Yeah. What kind of stone? We don't normally sell to your kind. Boy, I'm getting more country as I go along. It's the racism. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's, it's actually... Um, Sorry, Texas. <laughs> yeah, not to alienate our rural crowd. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. The stone, the, the stone is for, for a friend of mine. I don't know a lot about stone. It's a gift. And I was told he's the man to talk to about finding some... To getting my hands on some rare stone. Make a, pers- a good persuasion roll, please. <clears throat> A natural 20. That's a good one. That's a good one. Wow. You said stone? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stone. Well, why didn't you say so? Yeah, we can, we can certainly, uh, help you see it. Have have a seat. Have a seat. Oh, would you like something to drink? Uh, I'm fine. Get these guys something to drink. (laughs) I think you broke his (laughs) game. I was totally ready to kick your asses out right there. That was crazy. Uh, a couple guys quickly scatter off to some room, and you hear him uh, pouring some drinks real fast. He says, "I'll uh, I'll go uh, I'll go talk to the man. I'll be back." Okay, thank you. And you guys are provided with some beverages. Uh, people continue to just watch you. The guys bringing you drinks, bring them quickly, and then go away from your table. Did you do something to these people? Just I my... thought for sure we were in trouble. I showed them a little bit of goblin force. <laughs> I'm very impressed. I have a lot to learn from you, Mr. Park. Wait, why am I growing stuff? Puck, you can't help but keep fingering that gill slip. Yeah. <laughs> you know you shouldn't, but yep. it just, it feels so good. I understand. It goes, it goes from one finger to two. <laughs> when he thinks you're being an idiot, he just goes blah, 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 blah. <laughs> He can make kissy noises with his <laughs> Motorboat and son of a bitch. <laughs> Have you pinch your nose and close your mouth? <laughs> when he sneezes, it sounds like a kazoo. <laughs> oh, oh, I play the puck now. He always has a harmonica with him at all times. <laughs> Some time goes by, and the bearded guy um, comes out and says, "Hey, friend, uh, Jomer's ready for you. Why don't you come on to the back?" Very good. Your buddies can uh, can wait here. Okay. Are you sure you want to go alone? I think I'll be all right. All right. You guys will hear me if uh, there's trouble. Just, just yell through your kill. That's a key in D, I think. <laughs> if they cover your mouth, you're fine. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind, wizard. All right, uh, Puck, you are escorted by the bearded guy through a uh, door down a wide-ish hall, again with some a pretty nice, sturdy stonework. They put some time into this guild hall. 
Um, you can, Elmon, actually, I want you to make another investigation roll for me. Uh, da, da, 12. 12. Never mind. I'm, a, I'm better at that. <laughs> uh, Puck, you were taken to a big set of double doors. The door opens up, and you are taken into a uh, meeting room. There you see a dark-haired, bearded guy who is eating some food. He's got a lot of uh, uh, fruit in front of him, some very expensive-looking meats. This room looks pretty expensive as well. There's uh, pictures of different uh, portraits of different uh, structures that they've worked on over the years, but the paintings are really nice. The frames are gilded in silver. Uh, it's not quite what you're expecting. You might expect some of this in a more richer guild hall than these guys. Um, so it's, it stands out a little bit. Okay. The guy is gorging on this food, kind of <clears throat> um, draped across this uh, plush <laughs> chair with <clears throat> red pillows and, and armrests that are padded. Again, not fitting the rest of the style. And he looks up and says, <clears throat> So you've got some business with us. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking for some rare stones. For what construction purpose? Um, it's I. I don't. Uh, you have to excuse me. I don't know a lot about stones, but one of my good friends. It's it's a gift for him. The doors are closed behind. You see, there are two armed men. Uh, that look quite dangerous. Uh, they have their. They are armored in leather armor. Uh, they have uh, um, swords that look imposing. Maybe one of them has a fishing rod, which really scares you at this point. No, just kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> they've got swords out, and they're just there on protective guard duty, and they're watching you very closely. Um, yeah, just uh, um, I heard from a friend that, that you are the person to talk to for acquiring rare stones. I can acquire stones, yeah. What size? Not shapes. No, not too big. My friend's kind of like likes to noodle around with them. Maybe he might do some polishing or maybe even some carving out of them. So maybe something, you know, um, like maybe the size of your fist. The size of my fist is a little small, but you know. You're looking for a rare stone the size of my fist. How much money are you looking to spend? This is getting not too interesting for me two 200 gold all right um that doesn't that doesn't fancy you uh, it's a lot of gold for some some stones i've i've got other business to attend to my associate can help you outside take him outside i i think i, I need to talk to you though that's I'm, i've been told you're the man to do it and i want to deal with you so what how much gold's it gonna take to pique your interest i deal in thousands <clears throat> i'm a man of some wealth and i don't have time for a goblin who wants some pet project so if you want your stone talk to my associate outside okay but w could we talk about something else make a persuasion roll I'm gonna double down on the 20. <laughs> uh, natural one. Oh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> You're getting somebody in trouble. The guy that brought you in is getting fired. Can we talk about something else, you <laughs> dragon flap <laughs> bastard? <laughs> <laughs> 
You, in your, again, in your mind, you say, can we talk about something else? But he then says, what did you just say? <laughs> you come in here and talk to me like that? No, sir. I mean, you no harm. What? Get him out. And the guards close in and place hands upon your shoulder and one lightly touches a gill. What the hell? Jalmer, okay, I'll be honest. I am interested in the stones. They are pulling you out. But I'm more interested in talking about a vote coming up. You may make a persuasion roll again. You're being pulled out the door. Four, Four. Four. And the door closes as he bites into a big strawberry draped across his chair. The guards drag you out. <clears throat> you see Puck is being dragged. It's, he went in amazingly well. He's being dragged out like some drunk guy at a frat party. And you are tossed into a chair next to your friends. The original bearded guy is there. He says, yeah, we can make out some deal. Um, you said 200 gold. I can manage some nice stone for that. Okay. Price. What's? I never caught your name, sir. I have to look up my name. Uh... Uh, Sharv. Sharv, that's a that's a good name. So what what kind of stone do you uh do you recommend for, I can, for a hobbyist? I can get you some uh, marble that size easily. Your choice. I'd recommend the white and white and black, or white and green, or even white and purple. It'll take us uh, a week, and we can have it even delivered for two hundred gold. Okay, okay, that sounds good. All right. Hey, Sharf. He'll take payment. Oh, I'll give him 200 gold. All right, he writes up some invoice looking thing. 200 gold. Better be. Gave up the last of my 15. Are you really that broke? (laughs) Yeah, I'm super broke. I thought you were a bard. Like, you can go around town. I haven't been working. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Sharf, can, um, are are you, are you pretty tight with the Jalmer? I think so. You're not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. He, he did not like me. Don't worry about it. He you, doesn't like many people. You didn't like me at first either, but we've kind of warmed up a little, right? I'd say so. So, uh, can I can I ask you something? I don't want to touch it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, you there's, a, there's a there's a there's a vote coming up to expel orcs and goblins from the city. Are you aware of that? No, I don't deal with politics. I deal with guild politics, but that sounds something more. But John John Mayer, is he your is he your boss? Yes. What's he? What's his title here? He's the head of the guild. He's the guild master. <clears throat> I really don't want, for obvious reasons, but even more than obvious, um, I don't I don't want this vote to go through. Uh, A lot of innocent people will be hurt by it. What would What would you like me to do about that? Can you give me any advice in talking talking to Jalmer, maybe getting on a better side than I am now? Uh, Jalmer likes fine things in life, and he is nowhere near above taking a bribe. So bring something in just to get an audience, and if you want, bring something even nicer in to get your way. Okay. Thank you very good. Thank you very much. Sure. 
and I'll drop this off at this uh, Middle Hawk Middle Hawk's Tavern. Got yeah. it. Okay, thank you, sir. All right, you guys leave the guild hall. So it went well, did it? It didn't. It did. It did not. I got in there real easy. He was not impressed with me real quick. Well, that happens to the best oh, of us, Puck. Uh, there's more. There's 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 more cities around. Well, that's <laughs> that's that's. Uh, <laughs> Where would you guys be without me? Oh, well, I'll go with you. I don't care. I mean, uh, <laughs> this place is nothing to me. <clears throat> well, I gotta figure out some way to bribe this guy, but maybe we'll have better luck at the Jewelers Guild. You want to head over there? Sounds more expensive. Hopefully not. <laughs> Am I still growing? In the time that has transpired, you can sense that you are still growing. Clothes are a little tighter. That cloak's getting a little smaller. Yeah, your shirt, which is really tight, has torn at the neck and the side seams. It's still attached, uh, and you do. You are now no longer eye level with Elmon. <laughs> you are above him, <laughs> which I believe makes you the tallest person mm-hmm. in the party. That is bizarre. Very. And you're stumbling every so often. You don't know where your feet are. Make a dex checks just to walk through a yeah. door. <laughs> Avius, is there anything you can do about stretch over here? Uh, well, let's see. It's, it's not bad. A little trouble playing my loot, though. <laughs> He's got these big fat fingers <laughs> that are just hitting seven strings at a time. <laughs> I've converted to a drum. Now it's just I'm just playing the back of the loot. <laughs> Avius <clears throat> mm. is I checking could, uh, Dispel magic. Oh, probably be functional. What do you think, Real? You you like your new size? You want to see how big you can go? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I really don't. <laughs> there's there's use for this, but not right now. What level is yours? Three. Yeah, I mean. Nine. Dis- <laughs> you can no longer you cast magic yourself. <laughs> you can just play tunes. Yeah, well, yes, that's... Puck is right. That's about the only thing we could do in this situation. I mean, you could play it out, so to speak. Or we go, or we go back and find that shyster and get... Uh, and beat that powder out of him. Yeah. Well, you could I'm, probably I'm scare him pretty worried easy. Worried about the clothes. <laughs> Um, it, it's true that magical gear will adjust to your size. A, uh, over time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do I happen to know if it would fit right away? Yeah, you have that uh, appearance yeah. type armor stuff. That I don't know. There is one way to find out. <laughs> Making our cannon roll. <laughs> uh, I'm not See ready. If it breaks. The, the initial thought of Filling all of this into something designed for halfling size doesn't appease my genitals, so I'm not going to be doing anything like that. I will just, I'll let this ride for a bit. We'll see if it gets a little crazy. Your final sound would just be a squeak. (laughs) Super wedgie. Studded wedgie. What's the plan? Uh... Yeah, I mean, what so you... traumatic requires a second retirement. Real, do we need to go find find you some some clothes, real? Uh, I think a little dispel magic might be in order. Okay, come here, come here, sir. 
I'll cast level, back. level three Dispel Magic. All right, you weave your hands, Puck, and uh, focus the magic. It tends to the source you're able to discern is around his uh, belly. And you weave your hands and go around the sides of him, and you can immediately see the effects of your spell, Dispel Magic, taking hold as his shoulders start to shrink in a little bit. His size starts to drop down a little bit. You start to get smaller and smaller. You're like deflating bit by bit, and it's happening faster. The awkward part is your head is the last thing. <laughs> so it gets to this point where your head, you got this baby head situation. Got this, like, where it's yeah, thing going, going left and right, and you are this giant headed halfling, and then your head. This starts, feels so weird. Why is my voice going up? <laughs> and then your head goes back into normal shape, and you are back down into a normal rill with totally shredded clothes and boots with an ill-fitting cloak that's draped past you like a wedding gown with your hand on a vial of the potion for use for later. Looking good. It's magical. I don't know. Were your boots magical? Yeah. Uh, the boots were magical, yeah. yeah. Um, the boots are not damaged, then I stand corrected. You took uh, 2d10 points of bludgeoning damage. 2d10? Ooh. Yes. My shoes are tight! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry. 2d10, how? That is a little high, actually. Let's do 1d10. Let's do 1d10 plus 2. I'm not going to argue with the uh, game master. 1d10 plus 2. 1d10, 2, 1d10, 10. <laughs> yeah. Each other yeah, thing in the 2d10. <laughs> uh, but you had those seven temporary, so you're not looking so terrible. I busted through a shield. <laughs> <laughs> so big. <laughs> That must have looked oh. really weird. I know. <laughs> Each staff is squirming in pain. Magical runes fighting against. <laughs> I'm, I, it's like a uh, bubble wrap sound with each step you took. <laughs> I think I'm all better now. Uh, and uh, with the final, I don't know, development of it, I snap my fingers and have a nice suit of studded mail on All right, your magic armor shoo, appears, and you look normal. <laughs> I can't go it, around naked. <laughs> but the armor goes in at the uh, full, full size. Yeah, it, it, was, it was adjusting. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> you just see the suit of armor standing, and then it falls over. No, you're fine. All right. Um, all right, what's your plan? Um... Uh, how how you how you still need clothes or what do you want to do, buddy? Oh no, this will do me fine for now. Okay, as long as I don't do oh. <laughs> <laughs> well then, um, you guys, let's can we go, let's go over to the jewelers guild. Come on, you can make another investigation roll. Twenty-two. That's <laughs> looking better. Elmon, you, as soon as Puck says that and you guys start heading out uh, and asking some folks where the Jewelers Guild might be located, you see that you are being watched from an alleyway. Okay. And then as you walk along, you see there are some, uh, 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 a figure, two figures following you. Um. Smaller figures, like halflings, like what? Goblins. Uh, could be. And they're hooded. And they're following. <clears throat> we picked up a tail. God, no! The potion did something else? <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting, I assure you. Well, let's uh, deal with that now instead of 
letting them follow us all day. All right. Are they a threat? I don't know. Only one, one, one way, way to, to find, find out. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, arrows go flying. <laughs> <laughs> Citizens <laughs> dropping. <laughs> it suddenly becomes heat. <laughs> Let's round this corner right up ahead and. Okay. All right, you round a corner and you wait a little bit, and two figures come right around, and they stop and immediately try and run. Snatch one of them. You uh, grab one, and you hear a voice call out from underneath the hood. Uh, I'm Heek. <laughs> oh. And it's a goblin fellow. What are you guys doing? Uh. Spilled across the ground is another one known as Strats. And he says, uh, hey, friends, uh, how did it go? Still wor- still working on it. That means it didn't go well. Why are you following us? I, I wanted to know how everything went. This is very important. I'm, it's is as important to me as it is to you. Believe me. Well, you're you're a hero in the city. Still a goblin. Uh, they might make an exception for you. For me, I'm a businessman. They'll still throw me out. And he, I'm he. He'll get thrown out immediately. <laughs> Not if I, I. I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that doesn't happen. And if we don't, they'll throw us in the prison under the city. This is important. I know it's important. We just we we just started working on this. We got to give us some time. How much time do we have? Not not long. About 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Look, I, I've got another option. What's that? You may not like it, though. <laughs> if it involves a bog leg, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it in. <laughs> I keep hearing about these bog legs. <laughs> Don't worry about it, real. So what? These these guys like to gossip. What uh, what what option? What did, what are you talking about? Uh, I I mentioned the two votes that might be easily swayed. If you're having trouble with those, there's two more. One of which I know could easily have the vote swayed, but you'd have to apply some pressure. Who's that? That's the Iron Workers Guild, the Guild House of Iron. They have been manipulated in the past by uh, one of the criminal families to get done uh, what needs to be done, and uh, I think some uh, some strong-arm tactics that you're certainly um, capable of, you could easily bend their will. The... The, who's the, 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 guild, the, the, who's the, the guild master the, there? Uh, I don't know his name. Uh, it starts with an I. The, the masons you just went, those you don't want to threaten, they're with the crime families. Uh, you, you don't want to go that route with them. But iron workers, I think you could. And, and what about the, uh, the jewelers guild? Yes, the jewelers. I don't know much about them. How, how, so we need two votes total? I think two votes will sway it. It's votes for different guild houses, uh, and then one uh, vote for each of the noble houses. 
And I think from what I've been told, and I'm getting information from information from information, we just need a handful of votes. Okay. Well, thank you for the information. Are you are you still gonna follow us? You still don't trust me? Trust us? I mean, Elmont's like shaking his head, like, <laughs> "No, you're not gonna follow us." Elmont, you can make a persuasion uh, intimidation roll. <clears throat> God damn it! Not very intimidating at Nate. With an eight, he says, "Like, oh, you." He says, uh, "We'll we'll we'll check in from time to time." No, all I'm saying is, you following us, the... people see that, and no offense, <laughs> yeah, we're all goblins it. here, but it may not help our case. Make a persuasion roll with advantage. You've got a point there. That makes sense. But how much? What'd you roll? But not that much sense. Uh, six. But we really need to keep an eye on our interests. How about, can you go back, go back to the middle hawks, talk to, uh, the dwarf there? Either dwarf. And they'll, uh, they'll keep you entertained. They'll, they'll feed you and keep you in drinks. And you're going to come right back and tell me how you did? As soon as we figure it out, I'll come and find you. All right, Heek. I'm Heek. Come with me. We're going to Middle Hops. Before you leave, where's your other friend, uh, Karm? He's not going to be following us or anything, is he? Karm! And Karm comes out from behind another alleyway. Karm, we're going to Middle Hawks! <laughs> and all three goblins uh, walk away, look back over their shoulder, and they keep on going when they see Elmon glaring at them. See you later, buddies! <laughs> so Karm it- rolled the critical success. Yeah. <laughs> He's above you, like wedged in the alleyway, Tom Cruise in it, Mission Impossible. So what end do you guys want to move to now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all They're all right. <laughs> We have, uh, Avius has that letter from yeah. Yeah. Neil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's go talk to, uh, let's go talk to the uh, Jewelers Guild. Yes, I'm all for that. You like jewels, right? I love jewels. He's a half. I, I have some jewels you might be interested in, real. <laughs> oh, show me. <laughs> You've seen them already. I'll call you out anytime. <laughs> show me jewels, Avis. Come over here behind this barrel, real. <laughs> real does not follow you. <laughs> so well placed. He can't see cast detect trap. <laughs> to detect predator. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, off to the Jewelers Guild. All right. You guys head towards the Jewelers Guild. Big chunk marked out for the episode. <laughs> you uh, have to walk some distance. The Jewelers Guild is not located in this district. It's in a, uh, um, a nicer part of town. So nice that you guys take the long road that kind of splits the midsection of the city of Tallis. <clears throat> and head up vertically into Old Town where the administrative stuff is and the oldest type buildings and follow that road straight up towards the Noble District where you have never been before in your lives here in the city. Mm -hmm. Between you and the Noble District is a place, a huge oversized unnecessary fortress called Dalingard. It is a white, uh, fortress castle with tons of walls uh, with red towers, uh, multiple towers all across it, reinforced, heavily made. If Olgrim were here, he would be able to identify an incredible dwarven craftsmanship that's been placed on this, although designed for humans. 
the road towards the noble uh, court or noble district goes right through a giant arch with two huge gatehouses with a city guard uh, standing outside. And it goes right through the heart of the courtyard and up again towards the noble district, which is the highest district of the entire city. There's even walls there. You can see beautiful minarets, this untouchable paradise just beyond. Uh, and as you're heading there, though, and there's one more thing right behind that noble district's the end of the whole city, which in this case means a giant 3,000 foot tall spire that rises up right behind the okay. noble district. And so you guys are approaching. Compensating for something. <laughs> <laughs> you can see there are a bunch of guards outside. Uh, they check a, a wagon that goes through. They don't check another wagon goes through. These do not look like the normal small guard tower type guards that you might find in your uh, midtown type district that will easily take some coins to look the other way. These guys have a slightly different uniform that's much more well kept. They have much more uh, rigidness uh, and um, professionalism to their duties. And... uh, Rill starts going around to each of his party members and starts preening them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tucking things in, straightening, slicking things out, <laughs> and using big long swipes of his halfling tongue to slick his hand and rub it through people's hair. Someone okay. just shakes his head. <laughs> I just <laughs> no. <laughs> there are a few dexterity checks involved, but I try to do this with Elmon too. All right, and uh, and and try to get everyone kind of looking a little bit better. A little more. All right. Stand upright. <laughs> and you guys are uh, walking on through. You get. Maybe the first of you gets underneath the arch as you're walking on through, and a guard just says, no, 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 and he walks right over to you. Where do you think the likes of you are going? Uh, yes, uh, uh hello, uh, Avius Katorum. Uh, let's I, step back, let this wagon through. Another guard lets some wagon on through. I sidestep with him and just stand next to him. All right. Big old gleaming smile. My associate real. <laughs> And uh, we're going to, uh, we have business uh, in the Noble District. A beautiful woman and two attendants come walking the opposite direction, and they're just looking at you and stay on the other side of the road as they get into the city itself. <laughs> I wink. Avia smiles. <laughs> Does a little kissy face. Uh, Avia's making a persuasion roll disadvantage. Disadvantage? Yes. Hmm. I think that's a seven. Okay. That woman does not respond well at all, and she quickly hurries away. Oh, my. <laughs> Damn, could have worked for the guard. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, um, yes, uh, as we were saying, uh, business uh, in uh, with the uh, Jewelers Guild today. And that's where we are headed now. And uh, what kind of business? Uh, uh, we have some uh, jewelry to commission. I'm guessing by the looks of you, you're either mercenaries or adventurers. You don't look like assassins. You don't particularly look like bodyguards. I don't understand why mercenaries or adventurers would have business in a jeweler's guild. Um, we are personal confidants of uh, uh, the House of Abenar. You are? Yes. Make a persuasion roll, disadvantage. Disadvantage? Uh, 11. 11? Nope. Uh, Avius pulls out the letter. 
And what's this? Uh, letter stating uh, such. He takes out the letter and... I, I, I keep a hold of it. I just un, oh, okay. un- roll it and show it to him. He uh, starts reading it. Oh, he accorded the services of, uh, due respect of, excellent work for. All right. You're allowed through, and I would like to see you pass by these gates before sundown, or I'll have someone come find you. Oh, yes, of course. There's no problem at all. Excellent. Good day. Good day. <laughs> you Nicely walk handled. through. Uh, you see there's some parading guards off on this courtyard. This, this is where the uh, the the lion's share of guards are at, um, and the best of the best are here in the Dalengard Fortress. Someone does give the guard a little nod of respect on the way by. All right. Kind of, you know. He slaughters you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys walk on through. The road ascends somewhat steeply, and you have arrived in multiple senses of the word. You have arrived in the noble district. You can turn around and see this imposing white fortress with red cap towers is now uh, just slightly beneath you. Uh, then there's Old Town, which you had aspired to for some time and went up to, is now beneath you. You can't make out Middlehawk, it's way down there. You can just see uh, fires and uh, roads and chaos of people and traffic off in the distance, even further beneath you in the tiered setup. You you can barely see maybe the masts of some distant ships of the docks that are even way further out in the dock. Everything's just beneath you. It feels good. You're up, almost up in the clouds, if you will. Um, ar- ah, fresh air. It's it, it beautiful. Smells good. Uh, clean. This is a noble district. The uh, Everything's a huge manor with huge yards that makes uh, Malil's place look incredibly dumpy. He would love to be able to get to here at some point. Uh, huge spaces between. You can see off in the distance the most glorious Lothian church you've ever seen. Huge with huge edifices and, and amazing stained glass windows and uh, golden things sticking out here and there. There are. Um, it's not just roads. It's roads that are wide, that are um, with cobblestones that are extremely well maintained, even maintained with magic to make sure they're perfectly level and smooth and don't break down broken up only by gorgeous planters of trees and roses and everything's just amazingly well maintained. There, excuse me, isn't a lot of traffic and those that are our attendants that are moving to and fro. And uh, the place is also has a lot of guards walking around um, uh, in pairs. And they cast a glance your way, but they don't uh, cost you at all. And you are able to find uh, the uh, jeweler's guild. It is uh, small and dumpy and not really nice in comparison to everything else. Uh, It's like an annex of someone's house. There's this jeweler's guild that has access to the main road, uh, and it's still just fantastic compared to where you've been uh, before, but it's just much more plain. It also looks very secure, and everyone but Elmon can make arcane rolls. Yeah, I cast spells too. You're too busy watching your six. 20. Thir- 13. Well, not natural 20. 20 and 22. <clears throat> um, Rill, you can detect 
uh, a sense of uh, not specific magics or anything, but that there is a, a plenty of magic around this building. And uh, Avius, you ex uh, experience the same thing. Even as you uh, approach this gate, you can sense that there's some magic protections around this jeweler's guild. Do I know what kind? No, you'd have to cast a detect magic type of to get more specific. Use your staff. I have detect magic. A spell or staff? Staff. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. All right. I pull out my staff. This is the only staff you have. No. Well, I have the rod of harrowing, but yeah, that's in the rod more like, like a three that. foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, this is my. I assume that, yeah, this yeah. is your. Okay. I keep it. Yeah, I'm thinking you have Can the rod. What back he's there. doing? Oh, yeah, maybe I do. Okay. Can I, uh, can Rill determine what Avius is up to? Make an arcane roll. <clears throat> Can't get blasted with magic. A 10. A 10. He's playing with his staff. Nothing new. <laughs> Nothing new. Um, <laughs> I... Proceed. Avis pulls out his staff and just kind of like I just hold it out and closes his eyes towards and points it towards the. Uh, I'm the on gate steps and, away. Okay, <laughs> a couple steps I think back. Real, I think <laughs> real steps away. Everyone <laughs> steps away from Avius with his eyes closed. They're on the other side of the street when you open your eyes. And and you hear Avius say, "Detection." And for the first time, no. the staff goes. And a little blue light emanates from it. That's not the first. Oh, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, that's what happened. No. Okay. <laughs> Six wizards de descend upon you. <laughs> yes, yes. There's a magic here. Yes. We've confirmed. <laughs> and that takes a charge. It does. Yeah. Okay. It did. <laughs> One day it's useful to be clear. Someday. <laughs> He'll figure that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> the final boss isn't dying. <laughs> <laughs> I just pound him with it. <laughs> Detect this, motherfucker! <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, go in. Uh, you head, there is a... Uh, it's gated with a metal gate, and there is a guard... At the gate that is uh, ethereal in nature. The guard or the gate? The guard. The gate is uh, iron that you think is stronger than iron because uh, it does not look rusted. It looks incredibly well maintained. And the gate, uh, one side of it opens without anyone touching it slightly. And on the inside, near the gate that did not open, is a mass of about eight feet tall of white swirling magic with some arms that kind of stick off and then it emanates some air type puffs like some sort of elemental of uh yellow and white swirling colors all around and it doesn't say anything and it just watches who's first to go through avius i would it, be second <laughs> all right it just watches you avius as you come in um letting you know it's got its eyes on you hester is that you it does not respond you see no eyes, no mouth, no nothing, just arms and the swirling magic. Mm. It's quite impressive, the protection magics. Must have some very impressive jewels here. And they must, yes. 
You head in and there is a door into this building. The building again is not as fancy as all the others, but it is still looks really nice. Got some trimmings. It has not expensive, but big uh, outdoor jewels. I don't know. <laughs> Does lawn services have such a thing? Lawn jewels? Lawn, everyone has lawn jewels. <laughs> but instead of like some a beautiful thing, it's like a dull red gem that's embedded every five feet in the molding on the roof type concept. Like uh, a big geode type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not, ex it's expensive only in total mass. Um, <laughs> if you could get the whole thing out, it'd be worth like 50 gold. Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of them that line up and you, uh, are able to push open these doors that are heavy and you go inside and are greeted by uh, three robed wizard fellows. All of them uh, young, uh, youngish women, maybe 20 to 25. And they have uh, kind of those thick robes that bunch up around the collar to give like some little mass, cool little cold mass around the collar type vibe. And um, you can also sense as you step in, there is a field of magic behind them, a little force field in this foyer. And it's, it's a great foyer with marbled tiles. There are statues on the sides. The statues are embroiled with embroiled, embroiled. <laughs> Uh, embroiled, embroiled, no, emblazoned with gems. I would say emblazoned, emblazoned. embroidered in place, embroidered <laughs> fabric, but uh, sequenced with no. um, denim jacket. <laughs> no, there's statues, a bunch of <laughs> gems. That's called bedazzled. Embedded. Yeah, it's bedazzled, <laughs> bedazzled <laughs> with gems and sequins for the country dance. And there's a force field that cuts this entryway in half. In between you and the force field, though, on your side are these uh, three uh, young ladies. And two of them are casting spells at you as you enter. <laughs> Real is wincing already. I know. I gotta throw down. The middle one says, how can we help you, gentlemen? Uh, oh, this uh, easy on the spells there, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> They uh, cast some spells, yeah. Um, I'll even let everyone make an arcane roll. Are you serious? Natural 20. Natural one. Oh. A natural one. You got a natural one too? Uh, no, I got an eight. Okay. I got three. My erection falls. <laughs> <laughs> Out of other girls. If I may, oh. yes. I'd like to interject on behalf of his roll. Okay. <laughs> so what's happening here? All right. So um, as you're standing there, yes. the room seems to dim a bit. Oh, oh setting the moon. <laughs> setting the moon. Uh, and a light blue mist starts to appear at your feet. Uh, and cat, you casting magic I, I thought I had this taken care of. Sorry. <laughs> Light blue mist appears. To flare up. <laughs> and in front of you, close to you, is uh, Rill. And he's looking away from you. The so serious. <laughs> the uh, room fades to dark and the vision beyond that appears utterly different and unnatural. And then that gives way to uh, a forest setting. 
and it's just you and Rill standing in this mist, staring out into this. Rill turns to you and says, uh, a tune keeps playing in my mind and it will not leave. He turns around and he looks out into the mist. <clears throat> Do you know that history tells of where the halflings come from? He doesn't expect an answer. It just keeps going. Story tells of how the halflings from the Feywild long, long ago, when the elves lived, where other creatures of nature lived, where even Puck lived. Over time, they left and chose their own path. The halflings decided to stay, but in the adventure, or the desire to step out into the world, they chose a different way to leave the Feywild. And you can see uh, the forest, and then kind of it pans downwards to the base of the the forest, if you will. And you can see some halflings are sleeping soundly against the tree. And some are up and prancing about and playing normally. And Real goes on to say that the way they chose to go was to envision themselves in the world that we know now. So closing their eyes, they envision themselves in this place. It's something that's never quite escaped my mind, like a tune. And he turns to you and says, these are good memories to visit. And the mist fades away and you can re-roll. <laughs> that was wow. awesome. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> Mine is, do I get to Game Master again? <laughs> or am I now a player? He That's rolls a, better. He rolls a one again. <laughs> it was Arcane. Arcana. 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 Uh, yeah. 23. Nice. Nice to you. And actually, uh, uh, Rill has no recollection of what just happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Avi's just... He just stares at you blankly, like, yeah, just, waiting for something. He just stares at Rill. <laughs> All right. Uh, you sense very clearly they are casting a detect magic, a uh, pretty high-level detect magic to know every single thing about magic on you and what you're casting and what kind of protections or maybe spells you have weirdly prepared that you're going to attack them with. Does the staff turn blue? <laughs> uh, no. No, only if I only if I touch it. And none of you had any prepared no. spells. I uh, I see All of them. mine exist as prepared, I guess. No, not, not in that way. Cast not, on, no oh. concentrations ready oh, to go or anything okay. that lasts a time. Hey, Abia says, I will show you, my dears. Uh, what about your We are armor? here. Don't, don't give him any ideas. We, we, we're here just for business. Uh, we have no tricks up our sleeves. And that one, one of them says, and boom, Rill, you are covered in a completely clear bubble that is impenet impenetrable by anything, and Rill starts rolling back out the door. What? What? Um, excuse me. Uh, that's that's our halfling. He would do anyway. There is no magic allowed in here. I, uh, well. And something's amiss with that one. Uh, he's... I sense something about trees. 
I'm holding onto the door frame. <laughs> <laughs> you are outside and you are now rolling down the path towards the gate and the uh, elemental form, and the gate is creaking open again to allow oh, your please. ball. <laughs> you guys are still inside, and he's monkey balling it out, <laughs> out towards the road. Uh, uh, pardon me, I will be right back. Uh, and I run out. Okay. And use. Uh, Spell magic. Would I use to spell magic or counter spell? Counter spell is when they cast, so it's a little oh. too late for that. All right. <laughs> you may as well just set up a fireball. I'm running out of the place, so that way. The door is closed uh, behind you, Avius, and you may cast your dispel magic uh, spell. Okay. What level are you casting it at? Uh, three. Okay. You need to. Almost, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't know them. You need to roll a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D20. Can I see what he's doing? Uh, it's kind of hard. Make an investigation roll. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. Perception. You're not really paying attention. Perception? Yeah. Uh-huh. Quickly. Just a quick one. Hold on. Avius doesn't count. 2019. Yeah, you can see him. Yes, you're rolling. You can see him. And then you can see him. And then you can see him. <laughs> Don't cast anything. Uh, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. Uh. Okay, uh, uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I said the streets were very level, but they're not perfectly level. And they all guide water down. No. <laughs> Straight out of the noble district. And then all of a sudden, Marble Madness starts playing in the back. walks back. He uh, goes down to Old Town, then down to Midtown. <laughs> he falls off the 200-foot cliff into the docks. <laughs> And just bobs there angrily. <laughs> uh, the gates, uh, the doors are closed, leaving, so hold on, he's leaving Elmon and Puck inside. Uh, the three young ladies uh, say, uh, state your business with the guild. Uh, we would like to talk to uh, Grisail. And what does this pertain to? We, we want to talk to her about some, some political leanings. Political leanings? Yes. And who might you be? I am Puck. This is uh, Elmon Yabael. Do you not know Puck? I do the not. The hero at the clock tower? <laughs> <laughs> the savior of the city of Talos? Uh, this is gonna, Have you not heard of this? It's gonna kind of fall in a deception roll for Elmon. Elmon, go ahead and make a deception roll. Why? It's natural not, twenty. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. I'm saying it's kind of. <laughs> I mean, I'm exaggerating, so yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Regardless, Either natural way. twenty. She, um, she says no. I'm afraid I have. The other one says, oh, I have. Yes, the savior of the city. And uh, let's uh, we'll go we'll go speak with Grisail. Please come in, and they walk through the force field. The door is quite closed in front of you, Avius. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this Avius Katarum. Did you hear something, Puck? <laughs> you can't hear anything once you get past the force <laughs> okay, field. No, the beautiful music. Just walk on through. The- <laughs> I, I believe you forgot about. Me? <laughs> uh, and uh, real, once you get outside the gate, it just goes, and you are outside of this bubble, and you call, you were upside down, unfortunately, at the time, and crumple awkwardly onto the smooth stones. It, it couldn't happen non comedian <laughs> <laughs> Graceful anything around here. 
having a good sense as to what actually happened, I, I frustratedly walk over to uh, uh, a, a clothing shop. No, I can't do that. I have no money. No, nope, I just sit and pout where I'm at. <laughs> you do not have enough money for the clothing shops here. <laughs> now, metagaming it wise, with the ability he used on Avius, most players would say, hey, I got an ability. You can re-roll that. But no, Christopher, you no. had embellished with all this magic right as they're casting the tech magic. <laughs> it so wasn't it was, a magic thing. I know, but, but no. it really kind of felt. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It was, it was cool. an amazing story. Puck and Elmon, you are led into a sitting chamber with a desk. There are glass cases uh, around you loaded with uh, jewelry around little uh, busts that are lit up by magical lights. Uh, it's uh, the equivalent of a mall jewelry store type thing, but really nice. Um, and... The furniture is fantastic. The, there's uh, murals on the wall that look gorgeous. This is really a uh, almost like a showroom for uh, rich clientele. <clears throat> you guys are seated there. Two of the uh, caster ladies are there, and one of them brings you um, some snacks and some water that tastes fantastic. There's also a suit of armor that's really nice and gem encrusted that uh, watches your every move, which is a little alarming when you see it just move and grind the metal a little bit. Uh, There is no person within it. And after some time, as Elmont's got his face just filled chipmunked with hors d'oeuvres. Sounds like Elmont. Gulping water at the same time. Uh, This lady comes in wearing this nice gown. Um, Her hands are are clean and pure, but uh, no jewelry on them. But her necklace is absolutely stunning. Uh, Purples and reds. It looks very, very expensive. She uh, glides in a little quick into the room. Uh, she has no shoes on on this marbled floor, so you don't hear anything, and she just glides in with her dress uh, trailing behind her and sits upon this chair. She's got a uh, kind of a long face, um, and she's got some strong eyes, and she looks at the both of, the, uh, both of you um, closely and says, I believe I've been told we have a hero with us today at the guild. We're both heroes. Um, my friend here was, uh, was boasting about me a little bit, but um, he's uh, quite a marksman. He uh, he won uh, the tournament a few a few weeks ago, actually, at the uh, Founders yeah. Festival. Founders Day. Is that so? It is. And yeah, I presume you're Grisail. I am Grisail. This is uh. Elman Yabael and I am Puck. And Puck is a savior of the city from when the giant spider attacked the um, lower districts that I imagine likes of yourself do not frequently travel. (laughs) (laughs) Won't you let me in? He's at the window. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, You say that, Elman, as you wipe off food bits from your uh, your face. (laughs) dust stuff off of you. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's uh, li- likewise. So we're here. Um, she motions to the two ladies who leave. We're here on a, a little bit of. Oh, shoot. Totally forgot. Sorry. Sorry. Go back. Totally forgot. Who just went through the force field? 
uh, Puck and Elmon, yeah. uh, you guys need to make arcane rolls. <laughs> Eight. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, Elmon, you have lost the ability to cast any magic. Okay. Uh, Puck, you have lost the ability to cast any magic except for level one spells. Okay. <laughs> so you it was a very weird, disorienting experience. You don't know how long it's going to last, and it is unsettling. Okay. That was the effects of the force field. In case that affects your negotiations in any way, there you go. Uh, no. I, I mean, I was... I was... So much Thorn fun. whip! <laughs> I mean, I wasn't exactly going to cast... Um, Hunter's Mark on yeah, Hunter's Mark or, or, or Spiky Growth. I just want to know where you're at all the time. <laughs> I like you. Um, <laughs> Grisail, uh, we are here on a bit of business today, and um, I'm hoping uh, you'll help us. There's a, there's a vote coming up. Um, I'm sure you're aware of it. Um, uh, to to expel um, people of my kind, goblins, uh, from the city. Oh yes. And I want to to plead my case to you to to maybe get you to vote in in favor of not expelling them. I don't normally meet people, especially those I don't know, regarding politics. Make a persuasion roll, Puck. She says in character. <laughs> uh, neat. Eight. Somewhere out there on the road, Rill is just biting his <laughs> with just massive persuasion bonuses. Son of a bitch, you hear off the distance. <laughs> we can't have that language here. I scored him. No! I, I know it's, a, it's asking a lot, especially we don't know each other. We've never met. We've haven't really no, heard of each other until just this moment um but it, it would it would uh expelling expelling all the goblins from the city would would be detrimental to uh to to my race elmon you can see by the way um i don't know actually hold on while you're saying that puck elmon give me an insight real fast uh, insight would be 15. You can see he has uh, started to lose her right okay. off the bat. You were going to say I'll something? I'll say, and goblins are very big fans of jewelry. And I feel that your business and your guild indeed would potentially lose valuable customers uh, in, 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 in the goblin clientele who are... Very, very fond of of baubles and jewels, as you well know. And she raises an eyebrow and looks at you, Puck, <laughs> looking for some sort of confirmation. This is true. <laughs> uh, look at the gem in his sword. Yeah. I mean, May I, I? Mean, I mean, they draws it on. Uh, <laughs> I draw it and then hand it to her uh, palm. I mean, first. they even decorate their uh, weapons. A huge footstep and a mailed hand <laughs> intercedes, and the suit of armor steps in and immediately grabs the sword, and she waves her hand, and it lets go, and it steps back, and you are able to place it on her desk <laughs> after having already killed. <laughs> Just, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I forgot to mention, don't draw the weapons. You didn't go through the force wheel, did you? <laughs> um, she looks at it. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion roll, Puck, with advantage. An 11. 
She takes a look at it and says, Yeah, perhaps there is something to um, this affecting our our guild, but there are other matters than just my guild. My responsibility to my city is important. Isn't isn't Tallis uh, from part of the reason why we're here is because of how welcoming Tallis is to uh, those of other than humankind. Um, and that's been a hallmark and part of the whole success of the city. And, you know, the foundation of this whole city is built on the openness of bringing in those who are otherwise not welcome. Um, and I believe it would be a great detriment to the business and the, um, you know, whole impact on the city would be negative and people would leave and uh, would negatively impact the city as well as your, your, your business. Puck, Insight, and Elmung, get ready for a persuasion with advantage. My God, I've done something right for once. 20, non-natural. You can sense that Elmon has totally keyed in on uh, a very sensitive spot with her, about the inclusion, in a good way. Persuasion with advantage? With advantage. Fuck me, 13. 13. And does not seem particularly swayed by it. You can see she kind of rises and then just like, hmm. There is an army, not a rumored army, but an army out there of orcs and Ettans and ogres, or so our scouts have said. And they don't pose an immediate threat to our city and may very well not pose any threat, but... There are people who are concerned, and rightfully so, that some humanoids may be spies for such an army, and that's not something we would like in the city. I, I agree with you. There are, there are, there are, there are orcs and, and even goblins who, who might pose a threat, but there's also numerous goblins and orcs who are innocent. Just like with any other race, you have the good and the bad. We have ourselves, Puck and I, and our companions who are outside at the moment, um, have fought against uh, chaos cultists of who are humans and um, you know, uh, we've found more bad humans than I have bad goblins uh, in my time here in the city. I've found every goblin here within the city walls to be of surprisingly good character. <laughs> Other goblins, not this one. I knew this At one the window, was good. I'm geek. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, although I've had very limited dealings with, with the orcs, I'm sure the the same is, is for them. Um... And, you know, it, it would be a shame to lose such varied and diverse uh, creatures as these in the city who add value and, and, and ingenuity. Goblins are very ingenious uh, peoples um, who, again, must have jewels. 
<laughs> you see her nodding in agreement with what you say, but there's also this conflicted furrowed brow. <clears throat> We're going to do a group advantage roll. So Puck, you're going to roll your full on persuasion. Elmon, you're going to run your full on persuasion. Don't roll yet. And Elmon, you're was so good you get a weird advantage on top of that just for yours okay this is a weird role we've never done before we're gonna see and whoever gets the highest we'll go for uh 16 10 okay she says what you speak of uh certainly rings true but i'm not sure uh, my vote alone will make much difference both of you may may make an insight roll as well 13. I am insightless. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with even a with natural 13. one. Oh, that's not good. You high five the stat, this armor. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. Don't you, Manny? Puck, you can sense that uh, she's ready to wrap up this meeting one way or the other soon. Okay. Um, I, I'm a, I, I know your vote alone. Maybe. Won't swing, won't, won't swing it, but I, I have to try. I have to talk, I'm talking, I'm going to talk to you and I'm, I'm going to talk to some other members of the assembly and, um, do my best to, to make my case. And if, if you were to, to vote the right way, I would consider, I would consider that a great act of, of, of courage and of nobility and uh, I would be deeply in debt to you. And furthermore, all of us would consider that the same, and my two companions who are again outside, although powerful themselves, um, we would all be indebted to you. Um, and certainly, if there was anything that you may need of, you know, um, Varying degrees, we would most likely be able to serve in a capacity of assistance to you, um, um, whether it be something within the city or something without. I'm afraid my vote cannot be so easily swayed. The two of you may make a persuasion roll, and we will take the highest <laughs> of the two. Sixteen. Eight. What did you get? A sixteen? Sixteen. But for a hero such as you, Mr. Puck, I believe an exception can be made. I, I, I appreciate that more than you'll ever know, Grisail. She's... <laughs> <laughs> and where might I call upon you if we had need of your services? Uh, we're, our group is staying at the Middlehawks Tavern. And if this vote falls through... I'll still be in your debt. But living outside the city. Then. He's gone. Gone, gone. She says, then we have ourselves an arrangement. And she stands up and holds out a hand to shake. They shake, shake away. All right. Thank, thank you very much. We will let you get on with your day and uh, um, bid you adieu. All right. You've been most gracious. Thank you. You guys are escorted out. Once you pass through the force field, you regain one level of spell slots beyond what you have. So that's oh. level one for you, Elmon, and you're now up to level two only. Oh. That's right. Mo most of my spells are level one. Yeah, so you're good. You're covered. About it. 
Yeah. I still got Hunter's yeah. Mark. Yeah. Um, and outside you see still banging on the door is Avius. Did you get me any cookies? <laughs> And then out there's the gate, and there's just real just pressing his face right <laughs> so hard he wanted to be in that room. He's got so grill bad. marks. I'm on just shaking his head at both of them. <laughs> it did go well. It it went far better than we I thought it was going to. We have one vote. Well, that's 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 wonderful, right? It is. It is. We need one more. Uh, and who, who do we ask for that? Well, we can go find some some way to bribe uh, the Masons Guild, Jalmer, or we can go talk to the Ironworkers Guild. But like my little friend said, we'll probably have to use a little brute force with uh, the Ironworkers. Yeah. Uh, well then. Let's go. Who's ready for adventure? We could try to um, just sell our services at the beginning uh, before we force the issue. I mean, they may be willing to, you know, uh, change their vote or vote for us if we offer them services. I I don't want to jump into bed right away with somebody that I don't know. Well, never. Not actually. Um, Sure. We... (laughs) I, I am for that, but we may have to do some things we don't like. <laughs> Elmon just shrugs. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> They're all guilty. <laughs> you're, um... Yeah, Avius, you're more like, who's ready for racketeering? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a shame if something fireballed this whole gun <laughs> all. It's, it's all iron. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Damn it! Do you want to take the lead on this elf? You're the most intimidating out of us. <sighs> I'm not the most convincing, though. You... Don't look at me. Everyone's <laughs> looking at Real the Bar. Can we, can we stay together? Yeah. Real, you. If you, there are no magic bubbles, can we not do anything I don't want to make you time? jealous, but you would have liked it in there. <laughs> so let's not. He just uh, looks longingly through the gates. At the, t- we'll, we'll, we'll be back sometime. I bet those are worth a lot. We'll He's get like you one some of the jewels. kids that didn't have a golden ticket into yeah. the Willy Wonka chocolate yeah. factory. Aw, <laughs> poor Real. Uh, I'm assuming the Ironworkers Guild is back in the Guild District. It is not in the Nobles' Quarters, correct? Yes, yes. I mean, we could go. <sighs> I guess there would be no way for us to insinuate ourselves back into the the Mason Guild. I think we should let the Mason Guild cool off. Cool. Uh, yeah, fair enough. And what and what the little guy said about them being tied in with some of the the, the syndicate the families may not want to get too tied in. Too tight. Mm. Uh, perhaps, um, I, uh, 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 is, is not a nobleman, but uh, I'm sure he knows of some. And if the nobles do have votes, uh, Malil may be able to, uh, affect them in some way. Maybe uh, we should stop by. I was thinking about that too. Maybe, uh, maybe after the, after we talk to the, the iron workers. That's skills. a lot of walking puck. <laughs> Do you want a ride? <laughs> We're up here already. He's a lark scooter. <laughs> <laughs> um, real before we, before we leave uh, the district here, can can I can I offer to get you some some clothes? You're looking a little. Uh, what he's wearing's fine. A little Let's shabby. 
That's a little chafy. I would love some new clothes. Okay, let's go. But I would buy it here. Why not? They go by the bar. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little pricey. Okay, well, you find a place you want. It's on me. I'll wait until we wander out of the To a better part. All right. I need everyone to make a two rolls. First roll you're going to make is an arcane roll. The second roll is going to be an investigation roll. Okay. Eight and 15. Okay. Nine and 14. Six and 17. 17 was my investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 and a natural one, but I get to re-roll that. All right. Lucky you. Lucky Lucky me. 12 and 8. All right. Everyone is oblivious to many things. (laughs) And except Elmon. As you're heading out of the Noble Quarter, I believe is the official name. Just want to double check. As you're heading out of the Noble's Quarter... Elmon, you happen to look up and about 1,500 feet up, there's fast moving clouds uh, that uh, wrap around the spire and just underneath them, you can see this uh, uh, black and greenish uh, fortress high up clinging to the spire. It looks, uh, what did you get on your investigation? 17. Okay. Uh, It looks... Uh, interestingly uh, it looks interestingly positive in its construction it's not wicked or anything like that no sharp crazy evil spider nothing like that looks like a a nice tower a couple towers a couple um, uh, fortress like structures that all extend out that have been slightly misshapened but they're colored again everything's uh, a black and greenish color but that isn't what your one more time, 17? Yeah. That isn't what your 17 sees. Parting slightly through the clouds, you can see way up at the very, very top of the spire is a second fortress at the very, very top. Staring up, I stop. Isn't that peculiar? And then it disappears in the clouds. I wonder if that's 600 feet away. <laughs> Your shooting range. Uh-huh. Uh, you just happen to see that. Stop and stare for a little while. Do I see it again, or is it just gone? Nope, clouds are blocking it. So, there were two fortresses. Is yes. that what I'm getting out of that? Yep. You there's one halfway. You've heard a couple times as rumors. Uh, You're seeing one three thousand at the very pinnacle of this. Spire. My keen elven eyes. Of... And again, this spire is not in any way natural by any definition. Right. There's no way this thing and should this... have ever existed or even stay up. It makes no right. The spire sense. gets more narrow as it Absolutely. goes up, right? So to have like a fortress on top of that's really yes. craziness. Absolutely. Okay. All right. That's a lot of stairs. What <laughs> <Yeah>. if <laughs> they have an elevator? <clears throat> Steep. All right, do you guys leave? Project one of those blimps. Yeah, baby. (laughs) You leave the nobles quarters. You head down through Dalengard Fortress. The uh, guard nods at you, Elmon, as you leave. And and counts four bodies, so four heads coming through. (laughs) And you were heading where again? I'm going to get a real real, real, some. Oh, okay. 
Make, uh, make him look presentable again. Yeah, yeah. In the old, old mm. town. You are able to find a clothing shop, and you can buy some clothes for poor Rill. The cost for a set of new clothes is... Um, you can do one gold or... Uh, one gold for normal clothes, two gold for some more rugged clothes that should fit traveling well, or f- uh, 15 gold for some uh, fine clothes. For just me? Yes. About five silver. What, do, they, do these fine <laughs> fine clothes that you're liking? I wouldn't take your gold for this. This is much too fancy. He's like pawing at it. It looks really nice. <laughs> the bard must look presentable. I just go up to the shopkeep and drop 15 gold. All right. Drops a thousand gold. All right. He gets you a small wow. child's outfit of uh, velvet. <laughs> Crushed velvet. Yes. Bright blue. <laughs> <laughs> From head to I toe. look like a miniature Burt Baccarat. Like a miniature <laughs> pimp. <laughs> now I just need mage hand. <laughs> Thank you, Puck. This will be. This is wonderful. This is much too extravagant. Mm. Oh, but it fits so nice. You, you look, you look great. You look fantastic, real over the top. Like a one piece. Yeah, it's (laughs) a onesie. It's like a onesie onesie for a child. <laughs> it's got a draft back. <laughs> Baby's first velvet. <laughs> it's got bunny feet. All right. Um, so we're gonna go to Malils. Yeah. Uh, you want to go to there first? Uh, Malils or, or the Iron Workers? We're, we're there. You know. Are we closer to Malil or the? Oh iron yeah, worker? you're in Old Town. Yeah, you're right there. I mean, can't hurt. I mean, better. I mean, better than extor- straight extortion if we. Okay. Are successful? No Iron Guild. Not well, yet. Maybe. Not yet. We're gonna go meet our funny friend. He'll or, like you. Okay. He, he's met Malia once. He he did. He he did walked you? over his table. Uh, it was a nice table. <laughs> okay. Finest uh, uh, table. This time, maybe stay stay off the <gasps> table. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He says unconvincingly. You head to Malil's house. There is a, uh, the new guard, not Jorn, and he's much more professional fellow and welcomes you and recognizes you. He says, uh, good afternoon. Hello. Hello, Otto. Hello. He says, um... Master Malil, you have uh, some guests, and you hear Malil from the uh, garden area, just in, just inside the wall. Uh, oh, come in! I like guests. Yes, <laughs> you are. Letting the gate is a little opened, and then you go. We should we should have brought something. Should have brought a present. Oh yes. <sighs> you see, Malil is around some uh, bushes, and he's has a little basket and is trying to cut some flowers before the cold air uh, gets rid of him for this uh, winter time. And he's got some uh, wintry type warm clothes on. He looks and sees you coming. Says, "Oh, my friends! Hello, hello! Hello! Good to see you, Malil. Excellent. Hello, Malil. Can, can we make a stop before we get? To- oh, where are you 
you going? <laughs> Why do you taunt me? Oh, yes. Where do you want to go? Uh, get him a nice bottle of wine. Oh. Elman will buy a nice bottle, uh, or or, or uh, maybe brandy or cognac sure. or some sort of liquor or oh, something. Yeah, yeah, something you know, something fancy. A little fancy. Yeah. Uh, how much money are you looking to? Uh, I mean, what's 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 like a normal bottle? A of... common pitcher of wine is two silver. All right, so I, I mean, like, and I... fine bottle is ten gold. Yeah, I mean, like, like something twenty, like you Ooh. know, like like super high end shit. Like... You are able to find such a place. Six a sixty year old bottle of cognac. Yeah, something you know, like that, or you do know... you want to get weird? Looking yeah, down. I want to get weird, yeah, baby. I want to get a look down the nose at some winery in the nobles' quarter before you leave, or do you want a high end at Old Town? They're the same price. Ooh, um, something from the noble district, yeah. I okay. think. Yeah. yeah. All right, you get something um, that is exclusive towards that district. Yeah. Still, you said. Um, well, I mean, if it's more, it's more. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind throwing throwing down some cash. There's for this. five. There's a fifty dollar, fifty gold piece bottle. Fifty. All right. Yeah. Fuck it. Ooh. We'll do that. All right. All right. Elmon is like he's tried to save your lives and has many times, but he's protecting this bottle like crazy. Like no one's getting. He's holding onto like a newborn baby. I'm just just tossing it like <laughs> just uh, like a, it lay, like a bartender at Fridays. <laughs> just juggling it. You're <laughs> juggling it like a bowling pin. Yeah. <laughs> So you are walking into Malil's garden. Well, my day is brightened by your arrival. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Malil, good to see you. Oh, those are quite, quite beautiful flowers. And as I say that, I, I kind of just brush my hand over them and cast prestidigitation to make them smell even more oh. wonderful than they already smell. And he breathes it in and goes... Oh, you! You made them even more magical! Oh, I don't know if it was me. It just bring out the best. I'm like Hellman's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you all have a habit of bringing out the best in me. That's quite sweet. He said, uh, what, what, what do I owe the pleasure? Oh, we, we, ha- we wanted to stop by and bring you a gift. A gift for me? Specifically, uh, Elmon wants El- to give you a gift. We were very appreciative of, of your kindness, so we wanted to repay it in some small scale and give him the bottle of whatever the hell I bought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just give me a bottle of whatever you got. Yeah. The cheapest in this store, I'll take. <laughs> Does it come in a box? <laughs> he takes a look at it and says, is... Is this what I think this is? Most certainly is. You got this from the winery up there? We did, indeed. For me? This is wonderful. For you. So I don't have to share? <laughs> not not, not even a little bit. Oh, my. Well, it would be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> this is splendid. I don't know what to say. This is uh, quite wonderful. It's... Certainly, uh, uh, the least we could do. Um, uh, how about we go in and pour yourself a glass so we uh, can talk while you enjoy a glass? No, I must save this for a special occasion. Uh, but yes, well. come inside. In that case, then we're all drinking whatever you have. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, uh, takes you guys inside, takes you to his study, and has uh, the butler's name. Burns. Burns. I always want to start with an S. <gasps> Burns comes in. Nerb. Says, um, some wine for you. And brings you all some wine, which is nice. 
and you sit around a fire that keeps you cozy. And so what have you been up to? Well, we, it's been quite a, an, an experience now that we are uh, heroes of the city. Um, we've been uh, wandering and we've been uh, entertaining our, our fans. We have fans now? Well, the, the goblins. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, have you... Uh, we've been in quite a few circles uh, lately, and we've heard uh, something about a, a vote coming up soon. Have you heard of this? A uh, vote of, 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 what, of what manner? Uh, about uh, something about um, uh, banning uh, orcs and goblins uh, from the city. Oh, this sounds like uh, an assembly vote. Uh, yes, uh, perhaps. It is. It is. Yes. Uh, you've not heard? Uh, no, uh, I don't deal with politics. I'm more of a businessman and uh, entrepreneur and party thrower. You do throw some fantastic parties. Uh, but uh, this vote is dealing with throwing out uh, bad orcs and goblins? That's no. Not all. just the bad ones. All goblins. All goblins and all even, orcs. Even even me. Oh, even our dear beloved Puck? Yeah. We sure, certainly can't have that, can we? We cannot. We cannot. Well, you're in luck. Wait. How's that? Well, the assembly is made up of members of important guild houses and every member of the ten noble houses. Of which, of course, I am a member. And I happen to know our representative. Really? This is uh, fantastic this news. Is wonderful news. He takes his job quite seriously, but the Avenar Noble House is known for being quite malleable when a few coins are thrown our way, and I'm sure I can certainly sway his uh, attention with um, a promise here or there, with little trouble on my end. I mean, uh, but you you understand our means. Uh, uh. You brought me excellent wine. <laughs> what more could I ask for? And we would again be in your debt. I would be happy to provide this service. He is my uncle, and um, I, he owes me a bit already. Consider his vote uh, well paid for. Thank you so much. Dear Malil, this is, uh, this is above and beyond what I could have expected. Thank you dearly. Of course. How have you been? He's <laughs> trying to make the conversation seem a little bit more legitimate. Oh, I'm, I've been well, yes, things are good and... You carry on the conversation for a bit, uh, and uh, he enjoys your company. Anything else you want to go over? Otherwise, uh, he'll wrap it up. Do we have anything else? Mm, not really. Okay. okay. So, yeah, it's maybe uh, an hour later, and you guys uh, take your leave. And he says, uh, drop by any time again, and um, don't worry about that vote. It certainly will be in the favor of goblins. Yes. 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 That's very important. Remaining in the city. <laughs> Remain in the city. Yes. Yes. Just, just remember Puck. Yes. Remember Puck. In the city. Puck in the city. Yeah. And Puck is a goblin. Maybe this wasn't just a good idea. <laughs> Ergo, goblins in the city. Yes. Argat. We're coming with you. 
Oh, all right. <clears throat> and you guys leave. Yes. That went, that went very well. Yeah. Um, we, we have all the votes we need. Well, I mean, we may still want to go visit the Iron Guild and see if we can't secure one more vote. It can't hurt. Hmm. Um, just, I mean, we don't know what, what way House Abenar would have voted previously, so that might have already been a vote in our favor, but... Um, I, th- I still think, yeah, this is, I mean, you know, let's, can't take this lightly. Yeah, let's get as many votes as we can and yes. go ahead and... Yes, uh, good idea. Yes. Elmo cracks his knuckles. All right. <laughs> you head to the uh, Iron, the not the Iron, it is the uh, Guild um, House of Iron is the name of it. It is in the Guildsman District. You head all the way over there, and all you have to deal with is uh, Avia's complaining about the long walk the entire trip. My feet hurt. <laughs> While we're walking, Elmon, I, uh, <clears throat> we, did we ever stop by and take care of the people that um, were ejected from the seamstress shop? I don't think we have. As we spoke of doing that, yeah, and then I think uh, the bell tolled, yeah, and we <laughs> lost our way there. Exactly what happened. Um, I, I feel like that is something we should follow are, up on them. Are are they along, kind of along the way? Uh, yeah, I think so. They're in this district. Okay. Uh, the Gillsman district. Yeah, I seem to remember. That struck my memory, and yeah. I think, yeah, I think we uh. Those got attacked. People we, uh, people we the, saved from the marrow. Yeah. In the river. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then told them to go to the seamstress seems place. Mm-hmm. And then we went back there and they had they been evicted. And now they were working in the sweatshop. Yeah. So where are we going? We're going to go take care of the Iron Guild people. And then we're going to go stop in and probably have to crack some skulls um, to free up some people that we had um, previously saved from from death and and, and uh, a natural demise. Sounds violent. Potentially. Count me in! You have to feed the beast, you see. <laughs> <laughs> you guys head down to a um, a Poorhouse, uh, workhouse too, on Red Dog Street, where they were uh, kept. Okay. Uh, so the landlord of the seamstress shop kicked them out of there and uh, sent them to that place right. for them to live, exist, or make a living, what have you. Uh, you approach this workhouse. It is uh, a two-story place that is very wide, very warehousey. that's been converted. Looks like it's about to collapse and kill everyone with the slightest breeze. The Maybe cast gust of wind. <laughs> Thunder wave. <laughs> the uh, door that is outside is uh, um, closed and locked. There are windows and they are closed on the bottom floor. There are windows on the top floor and they are um, open but have iron bars across them. Can- are there any slits or gaps in the doors or window shutters? Or How heavy is the door? That we can look through, to look inside. Uh, let me answer your question. The door is uh, pretty heavy, but barely hanging on. Avius cast gusts of wind. You're casting gusts? No? No, not yet. Uh, and you can hear some uh, talking and moving of stuff on the other side. 
without much pause, uh, I mean, Elmon just keeps walking and basically kicks the fuck out of this door. Oh, all right. Just straight up kick the door in. Make an athletics roll with advantage. Hopefully. <laughs> well, I think we should not. <laughs> uh, 19. 19. <clears throat> Boom. There's a big kick and the door moves in a couple feet, but it's got some chains holding it locked on the other side. So it goes in a couple feet, startling some people on the other side, then goes right back into position. And Elmont's standing there with a scowl. And then the whole right half of this double door falls off, falls inwards and the chains pull the other half partly partly off so you have this mess of this half door hanging off elmon just kind of comes in and like just does whatever he can to like jerk it down all right like, like it's basically destroy it the door like some terminator music to from go the on. inside it is really really dark with very poorly lit lamps that put out more smoke than light and there's a bunch of people inside and there's just like this either demonic force or this angel bursting in with bright white light of Elmon uh, with the door come crashing down. Depends if you're guilty or innocent. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> There's a whole lot of guilty. He can smell it. Uh, and there are uh, a whole bunch of um, bunk beds stacked three high. There's a second floor that's been poorly constructed with more beds on top of there. There's little uh, cheap copper fire pits that are uh, as kitchens for some of these people. There's about 30 people you can see, but there's uh, probably 100 or 200 that live here who are probably working right at this moment somewhere else. And uh, they've been locked in here and they're doing their thing and they immediately just kind of fall back or scatter away or some woman pushes her kid out of the way. And a uh, gnome comes uh, running up, wiping some food off his face with a little towel. And behind him is a uh, orc, um, half-orc guy who's uh, big and bulking and has a uh, longsword drawn out and comes uh, rushing up. And the gnome says, what's this? What did you do to my door, you fool? Have you heard the news? <clears throat> Is there a musical about this story? <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, does anybody have the name of the person that we saved? Uh, we, I, I don't remember. I, don't I wasn't remember. there. I, uh, <laughs> hold on. We need to check our notes. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. He's tapping his foot, <laughs> rifling through pages. <laughs> Only had someone had taken the keen feet. <laughs> the yeah. Keen feet. <laughs> um. <clears throat> oh shit. What did you do to my door? I kicked it in. You're paying for that, you fool. Uh, you have people here that uh you need to. Uh, release immediately, um, and I and I look at the orc and I'm like, and you can put that away. And um, the orc looks at the uh, gnome. <laughs> the gnome looks at him and says, "Make him pay." Hold, hold, hold on. <laughs> Have you heard what's happening? Elmon gets this like ecstatic <laughs> gleam every in his eye. You, every He's time like, you finish that line, yes. there's I play a. Quick, <laughs> it's ready to continue. Something's happening. Have you heard the news? <laughs> Spotlight moves on. How many orcs uh, such as this one do you employ? 
He says, why is that of your concern? Because, uh, just answer, and it could be of your concern, actually. I have four, I have five orcs, and they're coming right now. And, uh, and goblins, how many? None. The goblins are stinky, vile creatures. Uh, hey, 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 uh, hey now. Uh, not, not, no consequence. Did you know... I agree. That, <laughs> ...that in two days' time, there's a vote uh, in the assembly to banish all orcs from the city. And make a persuasion roll. <laughs> oh... Seven. Pay, he says to the orc, and the orc comes uh, up to you. How and, far away is he when he says pay? Uh, he's about eight feet away, and he's got he's got his sword drawn and out, but at his side, and he's reaching to grab you more. Gentlemen, like, to grab you by the clothes. And Gentlemen, um, yeah, that's a negative ghost rider. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing in between them. Uh, yeah. All right. This is a serious matter. <clears throat> We did come for an, another reason, but now that I see that you have orcs... You are tossed into a bunk bed <laughs> six feet away. Ouch! Stuff <laughs> it, old man! Uh, my sword comes out at that point. Um, he I, steps back a little bit. And I take a step forward, but don't... <laughs> like, 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 I want to intimidate him back, like, like you know, kind of uh, assert my dominance, if you will. Okay. Um, and, like, like step forward again. <clears throat> there are... How many people did we have? There are three people that we will be taking out of this building today. One way or another. The choice is yours. Hey, he doesn't mean dead or alive. Uh, we want them alive, uh, yes. Well, there is a dead or alive clause in that statement. Uh, looking, that... looking between the orc <laughs> and the gnome. The orc is ready to go, and he's got orders, but he might step down a little bit, make an intimidation roll disadvantaged. <laughs> Four. All right. <laughs> Roll for initiative. He says, uh, <laughs> you asked for this. And he, it's not a sneak attack, but he gears up and he comes swiping down at you. Combat begins and he gets to go second. Elmon, okay. you are first. Um, Big orc sword coming straight down, but you anticipated it. Uh, I'm going to do. Do you have this, Elmon? I do. I'm going to do just a full defensive okay. stance for the time being. Um, and just, I'm going to kind of like, like play with them for a little bit. Okay. Like, like just basically kind of like, you know, repose dot, you know, block, repose block, and just kind of try to make it if I can, um, as impressive as possible. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing this as almost like a performance type oh, thing. All right. Um, oh, he got a critical head, but you so saw, so saw it coming. Everyone's like, oh man, this is really going to hurt. And Elmon, you dive to the side and just slide that blade away. He spins around for a second attack. And his sword goes twiddling and spiraling underneath the door. So, yeah, Elmon kind of like like swirls with his sword and kind of like gets that, like that, that twist, 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 twist. And just it goes flying off it, 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 in the air. He's standing there stunned, the orc. <clears throat> and Elmon, she's the blade. <clears throat> 
So do we have your vote? (laughs) (laughs) I said make him pay! Mark my door! Uh, The orc comes right up to you, Elmon, and sidesteps around you and walks out the door and down the road. Oh, he leaves? He's leaving. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) There is a gnome left here. So I snatch the gnome up at this point Ah! in time. How many orcs do you have in your employment now, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Matters a little less. (laughs) Let go of me. Uh, There's nothing for you to steal. You will, who, you had three people enter your employ however many days ago um, that were squatting at the seamstress shop that were sent here. Where are they? Uh, uh, I, I know who you, yes, they're, they're in the basement. Oh, let's go. And I spin him around and basically still have like, does he, how much hair does he have? Uh, less if you'd like him to. Uh, no, I'm just holding on to it. Okay. Um, You're pulling him by his hair? I, well, I'm like directing him by, uh, yeah, I have like, you know, a grip on the back, back of, of his, his head. head and the hair and kind of shoving him forward, none too gently Okay. as we move forward. You escort him down to the uh, basement. Uh, there you can, excuse me, see there are... 10 uh, workers. They've got some pseudo uh, 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 blacksmithing type thing going on. There's some molten stuff. It's really crude and really basic. And they're just making really repetitive type nail type stuff. There's about 10 people and you recognize uh, the mother and father from the raft overturned marrow attack incident and their young son, Gannis. You three. Come. They stand up. They're covered in soot. They've got raw hands. The place is hot as hell in here. And uh, the man stands up and says, "What? What? What's going on? You, you're not. You don't belong here. You're. You're. You're going to come with us." He stands up and rubs his eyes and says, "I don't understand." The woman says, "I, I know you. You do. We've saved you before, and we're saving you again." And she says, oh my, Gannis, come, come. And Gannis uh, comes with her and they follow you out of the basement. And um, to the gnome, I spin him around. Don't hurt me. Uh, Please don't hurt me. I'll make a compact with you. Uh, If I come back in a few days and the conditions for these workers have improved... I won't kill you. And I turn around and walk away. Ooh, all right. No intimidation roll necessary on that one. He's Osha Maximus. (laughs) (laughs) There better be benefits, too. (laughs) All right. You uh, walk out with the family stepping over the broken door. Um... What's, what's our plan here? We're going to... I want them... Um, uh, let's, uh, we write them a, a, a note for Olgrim, please, yes, Avius. Yes, I was just about to suggest. Well, and they, we'll send them to the Middle Hawks with a little bit of money, ask Olgrim to take care of them momentarily. I I give them 50 gold. Ooh. I give them 46 gold. All right. And uh, write them a note, give them directions to Middle Hawks, tell them to speak to Olgrim and he'll take care of them for the time being and we'll find them. Uh, thank you so much, she says. Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, just thank you, it's fine. And, um, go now and clean up and rest. sorry you ended up in this situation. That was not our intention. Yes, uh, uh, yes. uh, But how did you find, the husband says, let's just go. Yeah. Let's just go. 
Well, I can double all this with Navy Dicey. <laughs> and they run off, uh, and they just about disappear down the street when the little boy turns around and waves at you, Elmon. And for just for a moment, you almost feel an emotion. <laughs> almost. Hold on, let me roll against that. <laughs> you roll intimidation against him. <laughs> I need to make a saving throw. <laughs> All right, what's your plan? Uh, continuing on to the iron. Yeah, I'm almost right. fired up now. Wow. I'm ready to go. Yeah, that was unexpected. Okay. Just a, just a taster. Yeah. Because yeah. they're very generous. <laughs> which, which part? All of it. Uh. Buck was just... Huh. One. <laughs> One for the ride. <laughs> All right. You are at the iron. Uh, not, I keep saying iron. It is the house of iron. What it is. No. Guild house of iron. You're at the guild house of iron. This place you can hear uh, coming a mile away. It's very loud. There's lots of different smithing going on. There's some outdoor uh, stuff with um, kilns firing off, tongs and hot uh, molten uh, iron and steel being cast, uh, hammering being done. And there's a uh, uh, there's some people uh, walking by to and fro. You see a guy with a big thick apron on, black face. He rubs his forehead, stops what he's doing and uh, starts to talk to his little apprentice and is about to head over towards you um, when uh, someone gets in your way and says, Hey, friends, come on over to Raleigh's Magic. Push him out of the way. Push him out of the what's way. Go, what's the problem, friend? I've got cures to what ails you. Going. You need a eye color change. I can make that happen. Keep on going. All right, you leave and an eye color change wouldn't be bad for you, Elba. What the hell do you mean by that? He says with a blazing <laughs> red fear in his eyes. All right. See, they're changing already. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you uh, leave him aside and you walk up. The blacksmith says, uh, "How can I help you, friends?" Well, um. I, I thought it would be obvious. Um, we are the Katorum Four, and I bow and flourish. He says, uh, we don't have time for entertainers. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you say entertainment? You misunderstand. Uh, we are the ones who saved the city of Tolis uh, not long ago from the clockworks uh, mm -hmm. that came from the clock tower. No. Yes, you remember. I've I'm sure. Heard I'm some story. Sure, you must have uh, heard. Uh, there was very fine ironwork involved. I'm sure it came from your guild. What? What? What are you exactly after? Oh, uh, I don't know. What? I, we're just here uh, to make it. To show off. <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> we need to speak to your guild master. Uh, I, uh, okay, I'll uh, come on in. I will see you. Great. Mm -hmm. And uh, he w takes you inside and says, I Jen, you got some quorum people here for you. Katorum, Katorum. Yeah, whatever. And uh, 
a uh, another big muscular guy comes out and uh, steps out and says, "Yeah, uh, come inside. I've got some time." Great. How can I uh, help you here at the what the hell's our name again? Guild House of Iron. Not as violent as you suggested they might be. I never said they would be violent. Well, I thought um, we were talking about violence. I mean, we may commit violence, but I did oh, not say they were violent per violent. se. Yes. <laughs> Oh, he's, he's sitting across the table from him. <laughs> yeah, I, I just am ima- imagining all this happening in character. More or less, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I my loot. <laughs> uh, so he brings you into a small office. There's uh, lots of paper and stuff everywhere. He looks to be completely lost in an element of bureaucracy as a man who's used to manual labor. Hi, Jen. Um, my name is Elman Yabael. This is Avius Puck. Avius Katorum. Avius. And we are, we've been here in the city for some time, and we have been, you might have heard of us as uh, erroneously as the Katorum Four. Or the saviors of of Tullus. We've. Can't say I have. Oh, that's all right. It, does, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm trying to write notes on the history of this group, and it says, Contour, no, not Contorum. Okay, Contorum for But what's important <laughs> is there is a um, assembly vote upcoming, and um, one of our dear companions, Puck, will be severely impacted by a negative vote in that situation. And we are here to find out what we can do to make sure that um, you vote uh, in a way that is beneficial to our companion. Puck, we have some resources. beneficial to you as well. Absolutely. This is certainly a situation which can be most beneficial to you as well as us. Mutually beneficial situation, you could say. You're talking about the orc vote coming up? Orc and goblin vote, yes. As our friend is a goblin, in case you did not. Oh, I noticed. Okay, great. Just wanted to make sure. And you're wanting me to vote against the ban, I'm guessing. That would be correct. You're a very, very astute man. I can tell that just just from this short period of time that we've been speaking. What, what can we do to ensure that you vote that way? Uh, that's just not going to happen. Well, can I ask why? I don't want your kind here. Um, your kind is disgusting. You're like feral little animals. You just walk around here like some crazy little beasts. I tried to be beasts. reasonable. <laughs> I was being nice, wasn't I? I mean, I mean, I mean... You're I thought foul, I was your nice. thieves. I was stunned. Do I, I look foul? I mean, I was going Go out I of mean, my way. You've got gills, man. <laughs> out of my way to be nice to this man. Yes, <laughs> you were. Quite nice. <clears throat> you should give him another try, though. Maybe he doesn't understand. Maybe he does not. Maybe you don't understand. I don't want thieves and spies in my city. Uh, well, uh, from what I know of uh, your guilds, I beg to differ. <laughs> he stands up and says, "All right, uh, yeah, this this meeting's over," and uh, heads towards the door to get you guys out. Um, I'm on blocks this way. Okay, <laughs> sit back down. 
this meeting's not over yet. Uh, make I it cast make- arcane lock. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't roll, don't roll, Elmon. That no, it's okay. set. It's set. Uh, he stops for a moment and then I'm he, like, you know what? Go ahead. Uh, he sees you cast a spell and steps back and maybe even hears the door lock, and he quietly turns around and sits back down at his desk. Now. Wishing he had some cool electric buzzer button to press. <laughs> Elmon like not. rubs his like fingers through his hair, like looking like 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 he's really pained by this. Pained by the amount of patience that he's showing this person. Like you know, he really wants him to. There's understand. no deception involved here. <laughs> right? Yeah, really asked him There's... once though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's like so. It, we really want to be reasonable about this. Um, we are people of some means and some ability and we cannot afford to have this go against our companion here because he is an integral part of our group and we really need your vote um seriously what can we do to get it you're like a clipboard you're canvassing (laughs) yeah democratic party (laughs) He's like a timeshare salesman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Your 60 minutes is enough. You know, <laughs> uh, we'd be willing to pay for it. Uh, How much are you willing to pay? How much are you willing to pay to get out of your office? <laughs> uh, I will... It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> I like your question. Um, I'll pay you a thousand gold for, for the vote. Uh, you may make a persuasion roll with advantage. Eleven? Eleven. He says, you have yourselves a deal, but with eleven, you're not sure. You kind of believe him, but you also don't kind of believe him. And we'll pay you once the tallies have come out, and we see that you voted to an affirmation of of no ban. And how do I know I'll be paid afterwards? Uh, we can have the gold sit at a intermediary in the meantime that we both trust. Uh, I can have it at a vault. There's this cool thing called blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we can have something arranged where um, through an intermediary where that can occur. He says you... I know of just such a place. You have an uh, you have an agreement then. Well, that was easy. <laughs> I, I, I like. Can I make an insight roll? You may make an insight roll. Mm, ten. Uh, you have no way. Uh, so yes, we'll be using uh, uh, our in- intermediary. Who's your inter- intermediary? Uh, a, a dwarf. Of oh, okay. <laughs> And you pick the you. first door. Why don't why don't we use the ha- hammer song vault? Oh, that we could use the hammer song. That's true. Yes. You know, I'm more than willing to use his intermediary. I have no problem with that because if we are, if the agreement is not fulfilled, we'll just come back and kill him. He gulps at that. <laughs> I give him a little wink. Okay. <laughs> Um, you guys uh, can go to an intermediary. There okay. is a, a combination of 
what was it? It was, um, there was a carpentry, leather working, joint guild house area. Hi, Jen. He explains the, um, the deal in, in a covert way, though, so they don't know exactly what's going on. Yeah. But that he, this money is here, and uh, you, he, none of the four of you should uh, be seen here in the next three days, nor should he be seen here collecting in the next three days. And essentially, whoever's here on day four on the morning will pick it up. Right. And, yeah, with my promise of... <laughs> Your threat. <laughs> No, nah, it wasn't a threat. All right. No, uh, literally, I will escort you it. back to your guild. <laughs> yeah, that's not necessary. I believe we will escort you back to your guild. Okay. You escort him back? Is yes. something nefarious happening? Uh, we go back into his office. Okay. And you. I, hold on. He is not alone then. Okay. He motions and has several strong uh, apron wearing guys. Wielding nothing more than just tongs they haven't put down. They don't know what's going on yet, but they come into the office. He gave him some weird look. I won't smile. So how many are in the office? Uh, there are him and two other guys. Okay. And um, Almond looks like he's making a calculation. Like, I, so you first, probably you after, maybe you. You, you guys, uh, I've got Almond's this. You've been you pointing can stay at <laughs> You uh, next. Wait, what? Oh. I tell the three of them to, they can stay outside. I'm. It's him and two guys. Yeah, but th- these three. Oh, your friends. Yeah, okay. We're staying outside. Um, All right. They go into your the funeral. office first. I, it's his office. His office, his two first. people, and Avius are in the yeah. office. Uh, I'm standing kind of just right by the door. Uh, and you, I say, Are you sure about this? Yes. And I say, <laughs> um, And once this is complete, we will be back to fetch you in uh, three days. Good. Goodbye. And I back out and close the door. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and we walk away. So, I'm guessing Arcane Lock. Yeah. So you've closed the door and Arcane but Lock. he needs to be able to make the vote. He needs to make the vote? Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn it. And maybe drink water and eat. Yeah, and it was... It, was... <laughs> it worked well in his mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I... Unlock the door. Just kidding! <laughs> you can eat. Open the door. Fireball. Close. <laughs> All right. You guys have left the killed house of iron. Uh, Interesting. After we get a few f- little little ways down the road, I stop Elmon. Fuck stops Elmon. Elf, I, what you did back there was very... Generous and um, don't mention it. And he keeps on walking. I can't, no, no, (laughs) I can't, I can't let you do that. And I have a platinum bar that I slide into your pack. Nope, nope, you gotta make a dexterity check if you're gonna try to do that. I'll do it. Real would like to intercept. I am 100%. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to be fighting over this. I am here to help the party. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll carry that. There's a lot of slapping going on with this platinum bar. Okay. I, I'll, uh, I'll, I will beat you with this bar, I'll back, Goblin. I'll back down for now. <laughs> All right. Would you, would you like me to hold that for you? <laughs> You've more. We'll get you, we'll get you some cash. You've more buddy. than earned uh, a measly thousand gold to 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 keep <laughs> measly? your presence in the city. <laughs> yep, with the, my giant heels. <laughs> you guys leave. Rill, you're trailing, and just as you're about to follow the group, right behind you in your ear, you hear. 
Balls! Balls, my good sir! Balls that can light up upon command! I am rolling! Balls? <laughs> Seller of the arcane! Would you like to buy my balls? And he holds three... Avius turns around. <laughs> three, three glowing spheres. I have no money. And your potion didn't work last time. Oh, that's right! You were the giant one! It worked splendidly, and it wore off just like I said. <laughs> hey, 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 Raleigh. That's Tell your name, right? Books. I am Raleigh, yes. Um, do you want to see a magic trick? Yes. He puts his balls away. I'm going to uh, <laughs> uh, take my uh, this time he's been take my cloak naked. off and uh, <laughs> do my and then throw it up in the air and then change into a bear. Okay. Poof! You change to a bear and you appear and you're just quietly just standing there. Oh no, I'm growling. <laughs> like hackles are up and I'm like, what is this? And he starts backing away. Ta-da! I need some help. And I keep uh, like edge, inching forward. He runs. I'll let him run. All right. He drops one of his light balls, by the way. Oh. Amon picks it up. All right. Yeah. You have Does a he ball? leave his cart? Uh, it's not in this exact location. Okay. No worries. I'll turn back into Puck so as to... I just uh, want one of his balls. You have one of his balls <laughs> stuffed in your pouch. Yep. Okay. That sounds about right. All right. What's your plan now, guys? You're leaving this district. It's around 4 or 5 p.m. Uh, I want to go talk to uh, the, the little my little friends. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Strats, Carm, and Heek. All right. You find them at Middlehawks where uh, Olgrim has had them... Uh, well tended to, and they uh, have a bunch of dirty dishes stacked up on their uh, uh, their table, some empty tankers. They look stuffed, and Strats, the merchant goblin, uh, sees you and says, Puck! Hello, Strats! Do you have news? We do. Is it good news? I think it is. I think it is. We have two guilds. Um, that have promised to to vote our way, and also in a uh, uh, one noble house. You have three votes. We do. That is amazing. Look, I told you, boys, he could do it. Hooray! Were, the, for were Puck! the other two doubting me? And uh, Carms is like, hooray for Puck! Is right. He did it, Puck. Carms and he, little devils. You did it. I, I'm. I'm. I didn't know it could happen so fast. You are truly amazing. Thank, thank you, thank you very much. I see you guys have uh, t- took up on uh, uh, Olgrim's generosity. Yeah, have you I, been treating him nice? I hope so, and yeah, hopefully we haven't eaten him all of his profits for the day. Oh, it's it, that's that's we'll take care of. But him. I guarantee you this, my friend Buck. Once that vote is rejected. We will be here with the most amazing goblin delicacies to celebrate. Oh, I love those goblin delicacies. I think my friends will like them too. Excellent. Uh, now, one point that must be made. Uh, you uh, need to be responsible to make sure that uh, the goblins you know and the goblins they know and likewise don't um, make this backfire. I agree. We must be on our best behavior. Yes, and... Until the vote. Uh, no. Uh, and after the vote, especially. But the vote will be done! And our reputations will be smeared. 
Well, we would not want to, uh, what did you say? Smears? Uh, puck at all. So we will be excellent. need to be good little goblins. Of course. And every goblin that you know, and every goblin that they know, and so on. <laughs> and so on, and so on. <laughs> and so, I will spread the word then, uh, oh, human wizard. Very well. Are these assembly meetings open or closed? They are quite closed. How closed is quite closed? <laughs> <laughs> you say closed. Uh, they are closed. Okay. And the, the vote is two days from now? Yep. Okay. I feel like I'm sure we have loose ends somewhere. We have, um... <laughs> You're worried about the breathing kind. Uh, Sar- Sergeant Coltry, we have... Oh, yeah. That, we have... Oh, yeah. Still cultists. Uh, there's... Oh, yeah. We got... <laughs> we, oh, we need uh, to go visit, um... That, 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 un, um, that chick. Um, the, the lady in the house with, uh, with the undead thrall. Sh- should do that. <laughs> So much to do. What, uh, what time is it? Uh, it's 5 p.m. Why don't we go see? Let's uh, let's let's uh, let's have a drink and a bite to eat. I'll settle up with Olgrim. Yeah. We need to get a plan together for the the three musketeers that we set free there. Um. Well, what- Garcon and, and and company or whatever their names <laughs> were. Gannis. Gannis. Okay. Yeah, somebody should write that down. Um, <laughs> I, damn it. One of you, one of you two saviors. I uh, feel like we can. I mean, they have forty-six gold. They they're set for a little bit. We need to set them up doing something, though. Yeah, we will when the opportunity prevents it pre- presents itself. And uh, have laborers running around. What are the names of Gannis's parents? Oh, uh, they. I mean, they make it to the middle hawks. NPC one and NPC yeah. two. Uh, Samara. Oops, sorry, Samara. Uh, it's Samara and Yash. There's also the house that we were supposed to visit. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have to do yeah. that too. So we can go visit. We can we can get somebody. Go visit um, undead lady. And then, and maybe do the house after. Yeah, we'll see. Right. Um, Lenore and Manor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, you guys eat, and then that uh, it's getting dark, and you're heading out to uh, Amariel's uh, home. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds right. right. You head out there. It is uh, even. Yes. Before we go, um, <clears throat> there there's gonna be something that comes up about the. Um, the things that you broke. The vases. The vases. Happened during the fight. Unavoidable. Like, let's get our story straight on that before we go in and see her. Unavoidable. Uh, it was an unavoidable they encounter. one through six just broke. <laughs> they were just lined up. Broke during the conflict that we had with the uh, other undead. I have a feeling she's going to come back at us with CCTV footage. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> mm. Necropolis room one. Deal with that when we we yeah. have uh, to. Okay, you head towards her home. It is on the edge of the North Market, very close to a gigantic wall, of which on the other side is the Necropolis. 
This is a not so good neighborhood and her house, which looked creepy during the daytime, looks downright, downright dreadful at nighttime. I remember there's a spell just inside this door. It's just a, yeah, a dispels any spell magic, magic prepared. Yeah. Oh. And you uh, walk past a creaky gate that's ajar and uh, up to her house and Elman knocks. you knock upon the door. You hear some footsteps approach. You can see a bit of candlelight flicker through a window. The door creaks open and then the darkness lit uh, just barely by a candle is a uh, skeleton wearing a, um, a nice but old dusty shirt and trousers. And it says something, but no sound comes out of its <laughs> mouth. It just its jaw kind of moves. And then it motions with the creaky rattling bones further inside the house. Elmon walks in. <clears throat> All right, Elmon's taking charge. Avius follows. All right. Um, for... Okay. I don't like that the DM is typing something up on there. That's Elmon first. <laughs> Dies first. You step inside and the skeleton escorts you uh, through towards her dining room. And uh, you see uh, Amariel is there, a very uh, beautiful woman in long black flowing gowns. She says in a smooth, silky voice, hello, my friends. Good evening. We meet again. Please sit, sit. Amon doesn't move to sit. Okay. Real finds the the same CD found before and props down. It has your dust imprint still there. (laughs) Is the player still going? Uh, Yes. Yes, it is. Well, uh, here we are. Yes. And I may have misjudged you. Uh, misjudged? We did what you asked. What you told us about. Oh, most certainly. You have uh, prevented any further assault upon that gate done just what we all needed. I misjudged you in the sense of you stayed within the walls of the Acropolis at night and and lived. To be, uh, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) We did. Just that. That is uh, no easy feat. You are correct. There was a power I am not familiar with that protected you. It's quite intriguing. Was it you, she says to Avius? Uh, you know, uh, we don't like to share our secrets. You have yours, we have ours. <clears throat> I did make a request of you to be cautious around the gates. Something seems to have gone awry. Oh dear, what? What was that? 
there are certain necessities that I require, and you seem to have stomped all over them like some raised cow across the most beautiful of flowers. Hmm. Well, uh, in battle, it's it's hard to uh, be delicate, as you know. Well, I have some good news. My followers, nodding towards the skeleton who is just hovering over Rill for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just staring at him. (laughs) Uh, Tell me that our dark friend beneath the city has lost a bit of his arrogance and has retreated back within his tower. Not not an end for sure, but um, you have certainly dealt him a blow. And that is to, wonderful news. It is. And to that end, what more, how else can we strike out against him? There are two other gates that I am still searching for. They are within the city. I just cannot quite tell where yet. Hmm. And... How how do you search for them? We all have our secrets, don't we? Oh, yes, yes, we do. <laughs> and since you performed so well in the necropolis just beyond that wall, and since your actions did inconvenience your your new friend, I'm sure you would have no problems trying to rectify the situation. And uh, six skeletons walk in, each carrying a small urn. And they place them on the table. Two in front of Rill, two in front of Puck, two in front of Avius. Where's mine? (laughs) (laughs) I need these returned and placed just touching the physical structure around the Lacian Gate within the necropolis. I think everybody looks staring. Everyone turns to Elmon for some weird reason. I don't understand. I think before we would feel comfortable doing that, um, we would need to know more about your actual intentions. Otherwise, I'm not sure that's something we can accomplish. Because if we're trading one evil for another, it's not something we're particularly interested in. Well, I will feign that I did not hear that and will take no offense. And say that my intention is to be a good friend to the lot of you. And it is in everyone's best interest to maintain our friendship and I certainly would not like to lose it. You have to understand, you keep rather dark company um, that makes your intentions murky. And we would feel perhaps more comfortable with doing such a task if we had a better insight into you 
I have extended my generosity. I have extended information. I have extended a method to help keep you safe in particular, Elman Yabael, and to further all of your interests in protecting the city, which is my interest as well. And in return, I have property that is important to me, destroyed by, I'm assuming, reckless actions. And I am insulted here in my own home and questioned now upon my intentions. I do not understand this tactic at all. This is not the actions of friends. Perhaps we should worry about greater evils and let this go for now. Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) We mean no particular offense to you, but we... You, I'm sure you can understand why we must um, make sure our... I mean, Avius. Damn it, I did it to myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's your one. (laughs) Avius picks up the two urns and begins to walk out. We, um, you know... Are the urns sealed? Sorry to interrupt. No. Uh, no. They're not sealed? No. And you can hear some rattling inside as you pick it up. (laughs) Oh, I am definitely curious. (laughs) I give a quick peek inside the urn. All right. There. Yeah, yeah, you said not sealed. Not sealed. There is a slightly elongated crystal um, with, you know, the little uh, diamond uh, Phillips head screwdriver ends on either Mm -hmm. side. Uh, that's very uh, dull and um, like 10 gold pieces worth of generic crystal that appears to have some sort of magical uh, process about it, but is completely inert. Almost, okay. it's there's like a blueness about it that's totally missing, and it's like a blackened core inside of it. Okay. Well, I set down my bag on the floor and drop into her. All right. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm already. All right, yeah. Avis is left. Puck, I you're grab, I up. grab Pucks and I put him in my bag. Or the his, put Puck in the I, bag. I put the his urns What's in the bag. What's curious about? It's a vacuum in there. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go in the bag. All right, all those urns disappear into his uh, his bag, and she says, uh, "Then I bid you a good evening, and um, I rest assured you should not be hearing any bells tolling." For it's now. Great. Very good. Yes. Bell's tolling. And he real marches his way out. All right, you head out, and we will All stop right. there for tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're stopping there for tonight. Every time I say that, someone wants to say something. You want to say something? Uh, No, no, I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay. And she attacks. And we're stopping there. <laughs> yeah. 